Oh my gosh, we're starting. Happy Spoopaween. Hi, I'm Riley, as always, with Hunter. We're kicking it off great this century. What? 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 Yeah, exactly. I don't know what you just said. Okay. So, 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 okay. Should we do the dense news? Because I, yeah. I had the last Oscars planned for today. So I don't know if we should start with that. And then, because, like, I guess it's up to you. We'll just see if we have time. Yeah. See if they have yeah. time with it yeah. later. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. So, news. There's like a feck boat of trailers for some reason. Uh, the first one, the second Wakanda Forever trailer. Oh, yeah. That came yeah, out yeah, the yeah. Monday, <laughs> the day after we did the last episode. But it looks good. I hate Namor foot wings. I, I thought it looked great. It's just, I'm still speculative on. Shiri, not for the reasons that a lot of people are out there, you know, oh, woman. It's more of like um, her as an actress, her as a person, her person too. And I don't really like her character either in the movie. She hasn't been given enough to do. She hasn't. Yeah, she's just been smart maybe and in made this two-hour and forty-five-minute runtime, they'll give her some shit to do. And she made a really shitty joke in the first one. What are those? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm actually interested to see Ironheart too. I thought I wouldn't be. I was. I'm. St- I'm. I am cautious because I have a feeling that might just be bait for setup for another fucking show. Like it is. But like I feel like that's all it will be. Oh yeah. As opposed to contribute anything. Yeah. That's my worry. But like the rest, this st- literally the best looking MCU since like Phase One. Like, sense, like, like Iron Man. This looks great I'm in terms of shots. I'm not going to fight you on that. My, my, my God. <laughs> and for once, there's a decent 50 bajillion character poster. The poster that they dropped. Ugh, it's so gray. They should stick with the one that they had where it was just it and sh- the, the mask and silhouette. That's the one that they oh, have at the no. local theater. They're not going to have that. They have to have their 50 characters on front and advertise. What? Whenever. Whoever made that the trend should get shot in the foot. I swear to God. <laughs> sure, they changed the movie poster industry, but they're a bastard for doing it. it was, honestly, it was probably The Force Awakens. That was the first movie I remember doing it. Well, no, Guardians had it. No, Avengers did. They had all the Avengers. Yeah, but it wasn't face posters. It was. It had all of them. Oh, it wasn't like the top half. Yeah, it wasn't just. The oh, okay. Top well, half. they had the full bottom. Half. Yeah. Because if you're talking about top half, I think it was that one because people still go with the red and blue colors too. Mm-hmm. So. Uh God, I hate that poster structure, bro. Although the Black Adam posters are worse than <laughs> just straight up. <laughs> I'll get into Black Adam in the news, but uh, oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah, okay. Related is it, it because he changes the hierarchy of the DC universe? Fuck me! <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's two Black Adam ones. I can't forget about the second one. Okay. 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 So I just realized I'm, this is. I have Werewolf by Night later in our review section, but I had three exceptions to my No More Marvel. It was that special because it was less than an hour and it wasn't a show and it wasn't a movie. So that was my excuse for me to want to watch it. And then it's Wakanda Forever and Guardians 3. And then I'm not watching Marvel. Up until Guardians 3 pretty much? Well, I just said, yeah, Guardians 3. And then I'm done. 
Because yeah. I'm not even excited for Avengers. Yeah, it's, it's way too different. I'm not excited. They have the writer of Ant-Man 3 for the first part of the new Avengers. But that's his only film credit. Hey, at least they have a writer attached to those movies. Oh, got him, <laughs> dude. Well, uh, there's a there's a rumor that they uh, that they don't even write the scripts. That they just do it like um, that they do it like video games. You know, like they film and they're like, well, they have they come with a bunch of decisions on what they want to do, but they don't decide on the decision until they're filming. So they have they do like branching narrative kind of, which is an awful way to do it. That's not smart. That, that's that's apparently something. That's why there's like a shit ton of leaks all the time with the movies, I guess. Well, especially now. Yeah. It used to be way better. Yeah. Well, now there's like a million things. So there's bound to be people that get info somehow. But yeah, this looks good. Literally every time, they haven't switched to the second trailer in the movie screenings yet. I think the first trailer was better, just conveying emotion more. Yeah, and th- I think the shots were better in the first one, too. I think so, too. Oh, my God, the emerging of the uh, the, the lady warriors from pure black. Oh, my God. Yeah. Cinematography is so good. I'm tell- Okay, anywho, next up. Uh, the Wonder, a.k.a. Florence Pugh in horror again. Maybe horror? I can't actually tell you. It looks like something that would top the charts of Netflix, but will just be okay. That sounds about right. Yeah. It looks... I like the natural lighting. Well, yeah. It's That's a, about it. That's about it. I mean, it's a period piece. I mean, if you don't really have that, that'll, I think, will kind of look weird if you don't have natural lighting. That's true. Some don't. Like, uh, Shakespeare and Love didn't have well, why didn't you make it have natural lighting? Because they were dumb. <laughs> because they were dumb. Why didn't you force them to have natural lighting? Then? Go because back in time and, and force them. Force the studio to make it look all natural. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> or you have to no. You have to do it in a Shakespearean way. Yeah, because the whole point. Yeah, yeah. Well, that in a lot of it's in in auditorium. So they have like a backboard of like candles or something. Wow. Oh. A candle. Zam. Anywho. Causeway. <laughs> yeah, A24 again. I haven't seen Jennifer Lawrence in like 800 years, like no joke. <laughs> she did Dark Phoenix. Yeah, that was the last time no, I wait, saw No, wait, no, 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 no. Yeah. She did Don't Look Up. But she oh, was yeah, so she was. unmemorable in it, I forgot she was in it. She was, yeah. Well, the last time I saw her was Dark Phoenix. It wasn't a movie I watched, but I saw the clip of her fucking dying within like the t- first 10 minutes. Did she die? Yeah, she fucking died. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> well, I don't think she wanted to be a part of the movie anymore. No. <laughs> I just remember her saying, it's women doing all the work. It should be called the ex-women. And then she leaves. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought that's when she fucking died. <laughs> but yeah, I remember when she said that too. Oh, yeah. We should watch that, bro. That's good. <laughs> Kino. Oh, my God. Okay. But yeah, the trailer didn't show up. It's about PTSD. Okay. That's it has the funny Eternals guy. It does, but from people who've said it, they said that he's actually stellar and she's like, okay. Doesn't surprise he me. He does the heavy lifting. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> he's yeah. pretty funny. 
Okay. <laughs> funny, funny gay guy from Eternals. Okay. Hey, at least it wasn't his entire personality. That's true. He was a nerd also. <laughs> nerd. Okay, okay, here we go. The Banshees of Inisherin, Inisherin, whatever you want to call it, got a second trailer. The more I see trailers for this, the more I think this shit's going to be... I thought, yeah, I thought this was funnier than the first trailer I saw that we saw. Yeah, but. like... I can understand what they're saying, but, like, it's just so Irish. <laughs> like, it's hard to hear everything. We're, the movie's racist. That's why it's funny. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, Irish people are funny. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just excited to see Colin Farrell go off. But he's having a hell of a year, dude. Batman. Well, yeah. I have- Ron Howard. I mean, in this, <laughs> if you ignore the, oh wait, did that come out last year? What happened? No, no, never mind. I forgot he's not in those movies anymore. In which one? The Fantastic Beasts. He oh was only no, in the first one. He was in the yeah, yeah. He was only in the first one. What well, wasn't he Grindelwald? And yeah, then it kinda, turned out not really. It was Johnny Depp in disguise. Yeah, it was Johnny Depp in disguise. And then he did one movie, and then they <laughs> changed it <laughs> yep. to Mads Mikkelsen. It's like, why couldn't they just get Colin Farrell? Maybe that would have stopped him from being Penguin. So never mind. I'm okay that he was in it. Yeah, you'd think he'd uh, choose that over being a more iconic character. He would choose Grindelwald? No, you'd think he'd choose choose Penguin Penguin because he's more iconic over Grindelwald. Iconic. (laughs) Iconic. I mean, isn't he like number two on IGN's favorite villains? Penguin? Yeah. The new one? No, Penguin in general. Oh, yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't Is know. Joker number one? He's really high. Is it just Batman villains? <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Littered we'll, list. <laughs> I'll just pull up the list right now. Um. So, yeah, we, we can talk about other trailers while you're looking this up, too. But, yeah, Banshees of Venice Sharon's going to fucking slap, bro. Emancipation, the new Anton Fuqua movie. Um, He's been doing a He did the... Denzel Washington Equalizer series. He did last year's The Guilty. He did Training Day, which got Denzel Washington his second Oscar. So, like, you know, he... Oh, it's the Joker, not the Penguin. Yeah, yeah, never mind. He lied to me. I did lie. I thought Penguin was pretty high, though. Yeah, people say Doctor Doom is, like, epic villain, but I don't know, like, what he does. He's, I thought he was just evil bad guy. He becomes God. Yeah, that doesn't make him a good villain. <laughs> like, what does he do? Like, what is his philosophy? He, uh, is it he's just really because he's... Powerful. That's it? That's what makes him a good villain? Oh, he's arrogant? Oh, um, oh th- that that makes him a top five villain, IGN. He's arrogant. <laughs> he's intelligent. How?! Well, I guess if he get, it yeah. becomes God, maybe, I guess. Why? Good, good villain. Oh, we're, you're about to... Isn't just Marvel's best villain? It's their... Oh, they're about to say best character, bro. Oh. Can conviction be better than anything else? Oh, so he's just an yeah. asshole bro. Yeah, he <laughs> wants to be better. He has a huge... So he's, he's dark side, right? He just wants to be better than everyone else? Yeah, he's just... He has an ego. He, 
He's a big peepee. That's He's a it. big peepee, yeah. <laughs> He's dark side, but personality-wise. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyways. So, yeah, Emancipation, Will Smith. It looks decent, but I don't have apples, so I'm not going to be able to watch it. Which yeah, sucks, bro. Although, they have been putting some of their Apple movies in theaters. Okay. So. Apple's really trying to rake in the cash now that um, people will stop buying iPhones, hopefully. Ugh, no, no, no. There's a built-in fan base. <laughs> I got a built-in. They built built-in fan base in the phones? Yeah. Like, they build in the fan bases on the phone? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, see, they try to, like, lure new people with free deals. But it's free, 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 <laughs> free quote. Um, yeah, Emancipation. The only thing that I find interesting, the movie itself, it's based on a real person, which is interesting. I'll have to look up more into it. But what I find more curious is, like, this is Will Smith coming for another Oscar nomination, you know? Yeah. But I saw an article where, like, they talked to Academy voters, like, anonymously about it. And they're still, like, iffy. And I'm like, bro, you let Harvey Weinstein sexually assault women for decades. And then Will Smith slaps one guy, and you're going to get all feisty about it. Like, I get it wasn't right, but also, look at the difference. Sexual assault, 20 years. Guy slaps other guy once. (laughs) Like, I I don't know what to tell you. Seems like overkill. This, what? How long was he banned from the academy? Is it just ten years? No, he. They can still vote for him. It's just he can't vote. Oh, he can't in the vote. Oscars. Oh. oh, I thought like he couldn't even he couldn't like get nominated or anything either. No, like he dropped out from being a member, and then they banned him from coming back for ten years. Okay. But no, let's keep Roman Polanski as a. A guy who raped a person and then left in the 70s. No, keep him in. But don't talk about it. Ban Will Smith. Yeah, we don't okay. bring up Roman Paulette. Don't don't bring up the petition and who signed it. <laughs> I know. Damn it, Marty. <laughs> Sick, depraved bastard. Uh, so, yeah, no, ban him. Keep the sexual assaulter in for decades. Keep That's cool. In. Yeah, is he a member? I should look it up. Michael Bay is he really into Kino that much? Kino is Michael Bay a member of the Academy? Is uh, I I'm gonna look this up. Honestly, though, I think everyone's too harsh on the Transformer movies. Is I like the first thing that comes up. Is Michael Bay still alive? <laughs> is he still alive? Is he still alive? And and Academy. He just votes for himself every year. Um, it's not saying, but I like how the first article is. Michael Bay would absolutely, in quotes, work with Will Smith after Oscar's slap. Almost immediately after it happened. Which is kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Chad, Michael Bay. <laughs> I don't care about controversy. <laughs> God, he's so good. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. So, which one do you think we should talk about last? Is the most Kino, the Mario movie or Violent Night? <laughs> uh, 
feel like we'll have more to talk about with the Mario movie. Alright, Violent Night looks fucking stupid, and I'm so ready for it. I got a lot of, um... I need it injected in my veins, bro. I got a lot of Die Hard vibes. <laughs> but way smaller scale. And just this is an actual Christmas movie? Yeah! Ooh, yeah. We'll get on that debate when Christmas time comes around. But... Um, it's like people saying... I like it how they think uh, attaching Bullet Train producers and um, a Nobody producer like the, is going to like oh, boost sales. <laughs> bullet Train? Oh. <laughs> like, I know people like Nobody. I yeah, think. yeah, I've heard that was good. but I, I Although, know. to be fair, people like Bullet Train. I like Bullet Train. So I don't know I don't, why I don't you know just attach producers, but from the producers that brought you... And then you see their other track record, and it's just all shit. <laughs> it's just a bunch of action movies. But yeah, we'll watch. Not opening night, probably, but I will watch it, because it's going to be funny. David Harbour is funny, so... David Harbour is... Last up. Oh, the true Kinos entered the building, folks. The Mario movie. You excited? Well, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. excited. Um... Jack Black Bowser, I think everyone agrees, is going to be the best part of this movie. He's literally perfect. It's <laughs> so good. <laughs> like, it's not even a... I'm not... It's so perfect. I can't I can't imagine anyone else besides Jack Black anymore. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, you can tell when his regular voice slips in. Like, I wish they, like, pitched his voice down just a little bit. But, like, in general, I'm liking what he's doing. I mean, even if it's just a regular voice, I, I feel like I'd just be okay with that. This <laughs> is funny. Well, I don't see Bowser as a serious, menacing villain like a lot of Mario fans do. I just see him as a... They tried in this, joke. and I think it worked pretty well. I know, He just blew like, up an entire kingdom, and he had literally a lava lake as a ship. <laughs> well, like, no, like, what I mean by, like, he's like an evil giant dragon, you know? Yeah. He doesn't really have that much character, he's just evil. Yeah. That, that's how I think a lot of Mario fans depict him as this badass. But, I don't know. I Apparently, they're going to make him have song numbers. And Jack Black, Tenacious D. Bro, that's what I need. <laughs> I need that. So the villain's going to be singing? Oh, my God. Well, it's <laughs> like when they had Ed Helms in the Lorax movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, it's going to get memed to death. I'm okay. so ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Bowser so ready. Dancing. I just hope Mar uh, Chris Pratt takes down Bowser the same way he did in Mario 64. Grabs him by the tail and, <laughs> and just walks him. That'd be pretty Bro, Whoops. no Seth Rogen Donkey Kong. Bro. We'll see him. We'll see him and we'll get a tease for the Donkey Kong movie. Oh, my God. Charlie Day is kind of a perfect pick for Luigi. He doesn't even have to change his voice. He just yeah, sounds really. like Luigi. Yeah. Anya Taylor-Joy... There was a leaked banner that like had her on it, and she literally looked like a Disney princess, basically. But from what I've heard from like producers of the movie, it's gonna be more like the comic run, like this entire movie. Yeah. Where she's more like she's not the damsel in distress, really. Like she can actually hold her own, and like in those comics, she's actually saved the Mario Bros a couple times. Like, there was once where she had, like, a fucking grenade launcher and just blew up shit. So, like, she could be Kino if she wanted to. Well, I, yeah. I only know, like, two games where she was actually camp captured, so. 
the original. Which was the original and um, the new Super Mario Brothers. Like, the entire saga, basically. Well, because in Odyssey, she was captured. She was captured in that one, too. But then she, when, like, Bowser and Mario went after her, she's like, bye, bitch, and just left. (laughs) 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 They're just like, oh, she, bro. Mamma mia. Mamma Oh, we'll probably see a Donkey Kong and Mario reference. Like a Donkey Kong video game reference too. I would like, like a how flash they black or flash or, black. Jesus like Christ! Well, flashback. <laughs> from what I from what I heard, it's pro- it, probably not true. But rumors are is he's from the real world, New York, and he gets transported to Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, I've heard that too. So and like people say, he doesn't have an accent. You can tell a little bit that he has something. Yeah, but it is mostly just Chris Pratt. And you know what? I kind of have to just live with it. Is it the Mario voice? No. Do I like it? No. But I gotta live with it, because they want money. Slap Chris Pratt on it. I'll I'll do anything to see Jack Black as Bowser. That's true! And uh, Keegan-Michael Key as Toad, I thought was a funny choice, but he actually sounds really good as Toad. Yeah, and I couldn't tell it was really him. I couldn't either. I'm telling you. A a friend brought up the fact that... um, it's gonna work really well if they use them as like NPCs, like the Toads are in the in the. In oh, the so he game. voices a bunch. So of if them. he voices a bunch of them. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I think it would be perfect to be honest. Like I they're th- like the minions, but actually funny. God, I can tell the Koopa Troopers are gonna be like the fucking minions, though. I can just tell from the trailer. I can just tell. <laughs> well, I mean, as long as but, they're just dumb soldiers who just die instantly. How are they going to handle that? Will they just get knocked out, or will they just get flattened to death? <laughs> flattened to death. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah I be, wonder that too, to be honest. That'd be kind of dark. They just get erased from existence by getting bonked on their head. I, I think this movie will have a third final act between the Mushroom Kingdom and the Koopas, and it will be like a Lord of the Rings-style battle. God, wouldn't that be <laughs> awesome? I loved that entire opening part of the trailer. Yeah, I'm gl- like, I was worried they wouldn't show Bowser at all, but I'm glad it started with it because that's the better stuff to focus that's on. That's probably gonna be the best parts of the movie. If I'm <laughs> gonna be honest, oh my god, musical number Jack Black! <laughs> I need it now. I need it in my veins at this very moment. Well, we need to see Seth Rogen Donkey Kong. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Alright, so that's all the trailers. He's just going to be doing his voice, too. <laughs> he, he's not going to change his voice. <laughs> okay, okay. So I have some news. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn's getting a remake. You told me that. <laughs> yeah. Which is dumb! Why? They want to add accessibility, accessibility features, but it's like just add a patch. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know why you gotta make people spend $70. Well, because neither consoles have games right now, so they need something fast and easy. What? <laughs> Didn't the first one just get ported to PC? Yeah, it did. Well, the, why not? <laughs> yeah, what? Oh my god. Yep. That one got enhanced for PC then. Why not just use that version? Because they need... I, I literally just finished mm. the first one. It looks great. Why the what are they gonna add? They need money. God damn they need Sony. Money. This, this, I did hear from a, someone that 
because like they did these remakes because they want them for after their shows have premiered. Oh, yeah, that would make so, sense. So like the new fan base can go to play the games and there's these enhanced best versions possible for them. So are we going to see a God of War remake then? If God of War ever gets something in the works. Well, that isn't that at Amazon? That is at oh, Amazon. Is it? Yeah. I did. That's the same. They're also doing the Fallout show, too. Yeah. They're doing both. Well, we're not going to get Fallout remaster or anything for Fallout. So. Well, obviously, that's Bethesda. But in terms of, like, Sony, I hope they don't remaster the 2018 one. I hope they'd remaster the original. The original three. Well, the third one was remastered for PS4. But if they remastered a game that was forced to be on PS2 into PS5 graphics, that would be a remaster. Or that would be like a good remaster. Remake it. But like, I hate that they're using remake. Well, yeah. Because like remake, I thought got clearly defined with like Resident Evil 2 remake and Final Fantasy 7 remake. But then there's stuff like this that just muddles the remake well, that's, title. That, that's the problem is because those games actually try to do something different because those games are like a couple decades old. Mm-hmm. But The Last of Us Part 2 came out, in, or, or The Last of Us Part, part one. 1 came out in 2013. There's not a lot of improvements you can make, to be honest. Yeah, and and, and they, they had the, they re, I could, I can get why they remastered stuff from the PS3 to the PS4. Because the PS3 was so hard to develop for, mm-hmm. and the PS4 was way easier, that they could just bring over code, and it was all fine and dandy. But doing this from PS4 to PS5 with, like, the same or similar technology is kind of unacceptable. If you play the game on PlayStation 3 and play that same game on the 360, you could clearly tell there was a huge difference in how they played. Probably. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I played New Vegas on 3, on the PlayStation 3, and the, then the 360. Oh, my God. I could tell... I could go on for days talking about you how many times... It, crashed less <laughs> well i think that's just like all that also just depends on the studio crafting the game and how much they cared about which version because like yeah that's that's true too because like the batman arkham games ran really smoothly and that was on a bunch of consoles i uh, yeah i i have i think it just depends on the studio i had a problem with city arkham city it just wouldn't run on playstation 3 I did hear that. There were some... There was this one YouTuber I used to watch who was, like, really shitty because he's, like, a 40-year-old man playing Nintendo games. <laughs> but it's uh, his, his name is Zach Scott Games. He did a playthrough of all the Arkham games, and he had to cancel the rest of his city one because it just wouldn't load anymore. Yeah. Like, the game just died. I had zero problems when I played it on my PS3. I, I guess I'm one of the lucky ones. I don't know. I, I had to wait to get it on Xbox to play it. Which wasn't that bad. I, I guess not. Okay, okay, okay. Um, So, you told me about Overwatch 2. You yes. said you compiled some reviews. I have. I went to a Discord server and I just literally popped in there and I'm like, hey... You guys have been playing Overwatch 2. This is the day after, by the way. And now that you guys had the chance to actually play it, what do you think? Right? Mm-hmm. 
It was the first day. Nobody could play it, and the queue times were nuts in case nobody Well, because they, they were forced to. Because Overwatch 1, they shut down, which is dumb. You can probably run both simultaneously. Like, COD, fucking World at War still has online. Why do you gotta shut down one of the biggest multiplayer games of all time to promote a sequel? Like, that's fucking stupid. And you can't say for well, money, because you could say for money with the first one, too. Destiny didn't shut down its servers when the sequel came out. Exactly! So Blizzard's stupid! So, I mean, like, yeah. Blizzard, you're stupid. So, for multiple reasons. Is, Overwatch, Overwatch 1 is gone forever. Mm -hmm. But, anyways, yeah. Yeah, you can own a physical copy of it, and it's worthless. Yeah. Like, now they, they probably still sell that at GameStop. So Over what the fuck are they going to do with those copies? Overwatch is free now. Overwatch 2 is free now, I think. Oh, if you had the original? Yeah, I think so. Well, that makes Unless sense. Unless it's just free in general. I, I highly doubt that. Well, maybe it was free, but like to get all the DLC, it's paid and shit. Oh, it's Battle Pass system. Oh, yeah, let's go. And apparently it's really bad, but I don't know about that. The important thing is, apparently, nothing's changed. That makes sense. And it feels more like Team Fortress 2. Overwatch. Because the whole point of Overwatch was that it was revolutionary and it's multiplayer because of its multi like. Well, it took influence know. from Team Fortress 2. Well, obviously, but it, but it changed it up. Yeah, it changed it up by a lot. But so uh, you, now it's just back to T Team Fortress 2. A like, friend of ours was like, um, they actually changed a lot because now it's from well, 6 to 5. And I'm like, okay, but, but hear me out. Hear me out. Night and day maps. The exact same. <laughs> the exact same. <laughs> the exact same, map, same. Except they're. Looks the exact night. same, the exact same voice lines, the exact same characters, <laughs> the exact same. But here's here's the thing, um, this was a problem with uh, Team Fortress Two when I played it, but you know how Overwatch is very team based, like they'll have you know the healers who go around and heal people, or there's the I don't know DPS people who will die instantly, but they can get some kills, I guess. Or there's people with a bunch yeah, there's, of health. Yeah, there's they, people they like me that, that have zero skills, so they just, like, kamikaze their oh, yeah, yeah. in the middle of the field. Well, there, there's different character classes, you know, like that that kind of stuff. But now it's like, um, now it's like Team Fortress 2, where, like, when you start, everyone goes different directions, and it's just like, I'm going to get the most kills. I don't care about the objective. <laughs> the objective. So, well, that's always fun. Oh, is it Modern Warfare 2 out? Oh, yeah. I sh I'm probably should talk about that, too. Because I forgot Yo, to is talk it about out, it. out, or is it just the oh, beta? Oh, the beta. Because yeah. okay. the beta has mixed reviews. That makes sense. So, um, Anyway. Just, yeah, yeah, you know what? You can do that. Yeah, Let's just hop into now. that. Well, um, so, apparently, a lot of people hate it, but a lot of people love it. They brought back the third-person point of view that was, I guess, in the original Modern Warfare 2. I didn't know that, but it's where you can just, like, switch back and forth seamlessly between third person and first person. Oh, that's cool. And they have executions now, which is kind of cool, I guess. Didn't they have that before? I feel Maybe like one did. of them must have had They, they probably did, and they brought them back because people didn't like him in that one. But in then all one? of a sudden, I don't know. I'm oh, just Vanguard? Because I know Vang... No, that's the, that's the outro Yeah, animations. and everyone had the same Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was just the same. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, there's uh, it's more reliant on sounds and stuff. Okay. Like it's, well, because they made it hyper realistic. Yeah. Which uh, I don't mind, but apparently a lot of people don't like it because it's more like Rainbow Six Siege now, because you're actually relying on sounds and shit <laughs> and being tactical. And well, it's not a big, I, dumb, shooty game. Well, because I think why a lot of people loved this specific era of Call of Duty was because of, like, it was more fun than anything else. I, I'm thinking Modern Warfare 1 to Black Ops 2. Like, that six-year period where, like, it was firing on all cylinders. And that's when it got really popular, too. Because I'd call that, like, the golden era. You had your... World War Two era, your golden era, and then your aftermath, your aftermath, and that's ten years of just like me- like mediocrity, which still somehow sell consistently yeah. number one every single year. I don't Even though it. Vanguard <laughs> had poor sales, it still sell really fucking. Well. That was still the highest selling game yeah. of last year. Like, the, yeah. well, that like barely anything came out. Yeah, that's true too. So, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know what to tell you. I, I can tell you if Modern Warfare 2 is going to sell. It's going to sell more copies than Elden Ring, but... Oh, the, no, yeah. no way. Anyways, <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can, like... Will it sell more than Overwatch 2? Yeah. I've, Overwatch 1 sold, like, 50 million. Although it was free to play. So, like, 50 million downloads yeah. in the first, like, couple months. Well, also, people actually, like, liked Overwatch. That's true! So, I, Overwatch 2, I, I couldn't tell you. Because, you know... Well, then it has a different release. Yeah. Because Overwatch dropped in, like, the summer. Like, early summer. And so, like, it had the entire summer to that's, just that's have a bunch of kids get in and just play the shit out of the game. Well, now it's, like, fall. And it's deep into when a bunch of single-player games are about to drop. And when it comes out two weeks later, it's going to have a shooter competitor in Modern Warfare 2. So, like, a bit of a weird release strategy from them. But, um... Anywho. Yeah. Well, another feature they have is um, uh, you can... So, you know, clamoring, right? That's where you clamor over stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, you can also... Oh, when, when you're, like, prone? Yeah. Okay. They have, well, no, clamoring, like, jump and then, like, grab on. And then oh, yeah. Okay. Like okay, okay, okay. Well, you can, like, jump on a ledge and just hang. On a like you're you could do a jump on a le- like on a roof, yeah. and you could just hang there. Stealth kill. Yeah, pretty much. That's cool. Although it's <laughs> way much. too fast. Normally, it's fast too fast paced for that. Yeah, apparently that's another problem. Is like they try to enforce like the rules, like uh, slower paced gameplay, but like you can't do that slower paced ga- gameplay when you're dying every two seconds. Anyway, <laughs> um, um, also the guns. Um, apparently, the scopes are useless, which is weird. Yeah, that is weird. And um, also, you can modify guns even more now to the point of detailing the receivers. So you can have a sniper Loot rifle. Boxes glow. Uh, I don't know. But you can edit receivers to be automatic, for like a sniper rifle. But at that point, it would just be a. It would just be a different gun. So, like, what's the point of using a gun if you could just make it this gun? Um. 
Customization. <laughs> but once when you unlock one piece for one gun, you unlock it for all the guns. Quality of life. But remember when they had that before? Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. But also it forces you to use every weapon in the game too. Like you start out everyone starts off with the same gun and then it's like branching out and like you unlock this gun if you use this gun. Oh in multiplayer? Yeah, in multiplayer. I like I get you have to unlock them, but you should have a set amount. You shouldn't just be one. Well, it's probably. Not and can just you go one. back to different like paths? Three. Like, probably. can you do both paths? I hope so. you would be able to. Yeah. Not to limit the options. But oh, fuck. Yeah, it's actually forcing people not to use one, one gun and just at be least toxic right with it. At least yeah, right away. At least right away until they unlock the toxic gun. Well, until, you know, the COD fans that will grind the game for, like, a day and then just have everything. Let's hope the reward system is, like, the up, like... I know a lot of games recently, from what I've heard, the last Call of Duty I've ever played was in World War II. (laughs) Five years ago. Um, But I've heard, like, the, the, the system of upgrading, like, like, to unlock everything... Is 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 way shittier because a lot of it is through loot boxes and crate drops or whatever the fuck, and it's just in front of people. Oh yeah, (laughs) and like they could get Kino and you get nothing. (laughs) (laughs) But I hate that you. It's a sixty dollar game that's still loot boxes. Like I don't actually care if it's free and you have that because it's free, right? But if it's a sixty dollar game or seventy now, oh yeah. my god, seventy bucks I, for this, the next COD. Is this one on Game Pass or do I have to wait again? Because I really want to play the campaign because I loved Modern Warfare's campaign. The twenty nineteen one. Twenty nineteen, yeah. Yeah. See, I I'm just waiting for all of them to drop because I'm so ready to go through the campaigns because COD campaigns kind of slap. Yeah, some of them do. Like, as I mentioned, Golden Era has banging campaigns, dude. I want to go back. I played Remaster Modern Warfare, the first one, the 2007 one. Remastered 2016. And ex- is it still exclusively PS4, the campaign remaster for the second one? Probably, I think it is. Probably. I think it is. Which was one of the reasons that, that like... I thought was shocking that Microsoft bought out Activision because they had exclusive titles on PlayStation. Or at least that exclusive title. But there's exclusivity on everything, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) But yeah, Deathloop's on Game Pass. I'll get that eventually. (laughs) Just put it in the pile with the others. (laughs) 80 games installed. That's literally me. I have like 50 titles all through Game Pass, so it's free, like in quotes, because I'm my Game Pass cards run out in December, so soon I'll start getting charged fifteen a month. (laughs) Yeah, see that's why I'm also canceling HBO because I don't want two subscriptions running simultaneously. So I'd rather go with one that I'm using more than my HBO, which I'm barely using at all. So, that's my thought process. Like, half the movies I find now, I can just watch free on YouTube. And they've been out for, like, 13 years. Pirated. (laughs) So, it's like, oh, alright, whatever. See, I don't like watching pirated stuff, 
But if that's like actually the only way to watch it, then that's the distributor's fault, <laughs> not mine. Yeah. But if there is a way to like pay for it, then I probably will, because I'm weird like that. <laughs> like like some movies like Barefoot Gen aren't on anything, because why the fuck would that be on anything? But it's free on YouTube, and both of them are free on YouTube. I think still. Like, there's an entire Russian YouTube channel dedicated to Russian movies. I showed you that one. Yeah, they, they have... Um, they have, like, four Andrei Tarkovsky movies, bro. They've got Come and See. Yeah. I've been so tempted to see that, but I'm not ready to fucking want to well, die. <laughs> it is around Halloween. So. I don't know if that's spooky. That's a different kind of spooky. <laughs> it's more disturbing. That's, that's more like a... That's more of like a real life, this is why you hate humanity kind of thing. You do want to hear, oh, I know this is a side thing. I, I know, I heard about a nuclear disaster story. Oh, like the missile that went over Japan? Oh, no, there's a, there's another one. There's a, there was a, like a nuclear facility that, that shut down somewhere in a, in a country. I don't fucking know what it was called. But I saw this through the through a meme, by the way. And of, I course, in it of course, on Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Wikipedia, the best source. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I kind of skimmed it, but what I got from it was there was a nuclear uh, storage place that was abandoned, and they just left nuclear stuff around, like as you corporate America moment. America moment. But it wasn't in America, but there were a bunch of scrappers who like snuck in there, and they they found a canister. And they, they 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 thought it would just be worth like junk money, so mm. of course they decided to open it, and they found this blue light emerging from it. They're like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> time to run. And uh, oh, someone should have like not known and like be smoking a cigarette and then just like throw it on accident and just <laughs> explode <laughs> the shit out of it. So they got they got radioactive poisoning as, and then they sold it, and then another dude bought it, unless it was. One of the dudes took it home, but someone, this is from a meme. Yeah, someone, this is a lot. <laughs> someone took it home, right? Someone took as it you home. do, you take nuclear waste, home, and they you know? they actually just left it sit there, and then their six year old daughter took some of the goop out and put it all over her skin. Mmm, about to die because she thought it was pretty. Okay, and uh, the levels of radiation she got was beyond uh, life saving. Of course, like not like beyond you know being saved. Um, so uh, yep gone dead yep okay. but then it turned out that a bunch of the neighbors were also infected interesting uh, but only four people died which oh, only only I mean, four, was only four people like that's still only. four lives but out of like the 200 people who got radiation poisoning that's kind of that's not awful to be fair that's kind of nuts i'm still, still damn people. scrappers bro <laughs> god damn like wow that's kind of spooky, not going to lie. We could have radiation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> radiation poison. Dude, I could see the bumblebee. I could see the... I, I see the bumblebee. Oh, I still God, see the so bumblebee uh, Cybertron scene in my head all the time, dude. It's so good. Oh, the game or the... No, from the bumblebee movie. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, dude. Sniper. G1 <laughs> Optimus Prime looks so fucking cool. G1 Optimus Prime best Optimus Prime. No, I don't, I don't know what to tell I you. prefer Bay films where he, Ew! More, where he commits Why? more crimes. Where he's <laughs> no, like, in terms of design, I oh, mean. Oh, yeah, that too. That's in terms of design. Or at the end of the third one, Megatron's like, let's have a truce. And then he's like, 
rips off his head. <laughs> no. And then in the fourth one, they're considered criminals. I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why. Based humans. Oh my god. Okay. So time to talk about CD Projekt Red. They made The Witcher 3 and 2 and 1. And also Cyberpunk 2077. Also The Witcher card game. Okay. Which was only good as a mini game in the third one. No joke, I probably have more hours in that stupid card mini game in The Witcher 3 than the entire game itself. That was me with uh, <laughs> poker in Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. Like, I genuinely spent like two hours <laughs> playing poker. And it was Why? like, I didn't turn on the light when it got dark outside. So I was just sitting in the dark. <laughs> Glare on me, just playing poker. You'd be good at Red Dead Online being a gamble addict. Gamble. You like, just sit there like, hit me, hit me, hit me. Yeah, you'd be good role playing as a gamble addict in Red Dead Online. To be honest, I think so too. Oh, oh my God, I'm starting to play Horizon Forbidden West. They have, like, a chess knockoff. I've already spent, like, two hours <laughs> playing that. <laughs> like, it's, I could have finished the first act of the game, but here I am just playing chess. <laughs> like, mm, move this piece. <laughs> I lost? <laughs> I lost? Bro, I've gotten so good at it. There was a guy that's like, you can't beat me. I've, like, the most basic pieces you could have, because I haven't gone and, like, oh, yeah. carved anymore. But I'm, I'm beating, like, chess masters with my basic-ass pieces. <laughs> I'm just like, mmm, skip. <laughs> Netflix skip. moment. Wait, huh? Okay, so... Anyway, CD Projekt Red. They announced seven... Seven? Seven projects. Five Witcher games. The Four, four five, and six. So the next trilogy. Yeah, within six years of each other. They're all going to come out in six years. So one, three years, two, three years, the third. No, like... Because it's not going to be two years, two years. That's four. It's going to be three years apart. No, the three games come out in six years. Like, they're... like Yeah, like so the, the first, first one, one will come out years. 2024. Yeah. The second one, 2027, three years later. And then 2030, six years. Oh, it would be 2024, 2024, 2026, and then 2028. That's four years. From release to the third one, that's four. From development to the last one, that might be six. Oh. What? No. If it's two, if it's a three-year gap between no two games, then it's six years. Like, in they all come in within, they, they all come out within six years. If... The first one releases here, yeah. and the third one releases six years later. The middle one comes out three years in between them. It wouldn't be two years, because then there'd be a four-year gap between one of them. I can show you with, like, a pen and pencil. I was so confused. Do you have a pen? Let me show you. Because yeah, they, they, they said they all come out in six years. They all come within six years. So it would not be 2024, right? That's two years. 2026 is four years, then 2028. 
All right. Six years. 2024 to 2030 is six years. Yeah. From releases, right? So I'm not saying development. See, if it was development of the fourth game to the release of the sixth one is six years, then that's different. But if you're saying the release of the fourth one to the release of the sixth one is six years, then in the middle is The Witcher 5. Because if Witcher 4 came out in 2024 and then 2028 was Witcher yeah, 6. Okay. You're right. I was just counting by two. Is 2026. There I, you go. Yeah, okay. I, 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 I had to clarify it. it. Yeah, I go. get it now. I get it now. Yeah, yeah. I see where I just... Yeah, I see where I was screwing up there. Anywho, okay. math aside. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. That would only be four years. You have to count by threes. Yeah, Anywho, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that's just three of them. There's two more of them. Two spinoffs or like a prequel? Or like, um, do you know the context of like what these other two are? Because I know one of them isn't CD Projekt Red. It's a different person doing it. I might have saved their... I went and saw a video of theirs, and it was really funny, because they were like, we wanted to learn from our mistakes and listen to our audience, so I'm like, ah, yes, announce seven games <laughs> and spread the company thin. Mm, yes, listening to the fans and your, your, your workers. I bookmarked it on Twitter. It's a presentation here. So, of course, there's Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty. Um, there is 350 people still on this project. It's in final production phase. And then, yes, there's Project Cyrus. The fourth one? Which is an innovative take on the Witcher universe, telling an unforgettable story for existing Witcher fans and new audiences. This is in pre-production. So this is their next project. Yeah, I that's think the fourth this is one. the one that they... They did the tease of. Right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes, I think this is the one that they did the... Is it the one? Yeah, I think this is the one they did the tease of. Um, this is why you shouldn't announce seven games. You're going to confuse the hell out of people. I, Especially because you're not calling it Witcher 4. You're calling it Cyrus. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> Excuse me? This is still in pre-production. Oh, no, this is the one they announced. Oh, Polaris. Polaris. That's the fourth one. Which is the next one coming out. This is the next one. This so is what's, in pre-production. What's, what's, this is 150. This is, the, this is the beginning of the trilogy. Is Project Polaris. See, just announce the first one and then say it's the first of a trilogy. But don't announce the other two with yeah. fucking code names like you did. Because now people are going to be confused about which one is the next one. This one has 150 people on it. On it. Which is a lot, to be fair. Because, like, God of War had 400 people through its development. And this is, like, nearly half and it's just starting. Why do they also have 400 people working on a Cyberpunk DLC? It must be a pretty decently huge DLC, to be honest. Or they just want to get it out quickly. That's true. <laughs> they just want to move on to Project Polaris? The Polaris. I, and just call it Witcher 4, and then add a subtitle later. There's snow, and it's called Witcher, and it's called Polaris. Yeah, that's a snowy hmm. name. Well, that's it the name of the snow there. people in uh, Polytopia. <laughs> it is, it is. And then there's Project Canis Majorius. <laughs> I don't know what kind of code that is, but it's story-driven, single-player, open-world RPG set within the Witcher universe. Oh, how descriptive. <laughs> but it's made by a con- uh, contracted third-party studio. 
led by ex-Witcher veterans. Why not just... Smart. <laughs> so that's the spin-off, sequel, that's prequel... spin-off, whatever they're doing. Side story. Yeah, <laughs> side, side story. story. <laughs> and then Project Orion... Is the sequel. Is the second... Sequel. Uh, why? Why? D don't ever... Don't ever announce a sequel to a game you're still working on. No, this is this is this isn't even like it's to be developed. Like they just know they're working on a sequel. They're in like writing phase. Don't they're not even in writing it. phase. What? What's they're, the point? They're not even in planning phase. They're, it's just floating around. Yeah, it's out there. See, we'll get see, to it eventually. <laughs> there were some like workers that were pitching an idea, and the heads were like. We could use this. So they just slapped a code name on it and then announced Cyberpunk 2. Like, baby. We don't know how far Project Canis Majorius is in development. Because <laughs> this is from a contracted developer. They didn't say. But then we have Project Polaris. Polaris. Which is in which is probably is their next game. Just announced a couple months ago. Project Cyrus, I don't fucking know. So but wait, then where's the fifth one? Because or maybe they only announced the fourth one. Because yeah, this is probably the other spin-off, right? This, yeah, this is what the Project Cyrus, I assume, is their is their big their big Witcher game, maybe. But the fourth one isn't. But, but. their but the trilogy is like a smaller one. Cause I assume they're gonna try and do a bigger RPG Witcher game, because a lot of people have been asking for a Witcher game where like you actually get to customize your character and make him who you want to be. Pick, you know, like your Witcher school. Okay. And stuff like that. Well, that's boring. <laughs> Have you watched The Witcher anything on Netflix? No. So, I watched the animated movie, but I've yet to see the Henry Cavill, Cavill, whatever his last name is, uh, show. And the Michelle Yeoh prequel that's coming out soon. Yeah. I only want to see it because Michelle Yeoh. Because <laughs> Michelle Yeoh. <laughs> That's that's uh, true. That's so, true. Um, but I I I might get into it because even though the reviews are mixed, I've heard decent things from like people that watch it. Yeah. So like a lot of people don't like the second season because okay. uh. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. When you take a character from the book who has a huge impact and kill him off within like ten minutes. Well, that's funny. <laughs> I, I, I think that's funny. Of course, you're gonna like. Piss some people piss off. some people off. So yeah. And on top of everything, they announced a new IP. Or they don't announce it. They just confirm they're doing one. This is this is probably this is coming before Cyberpunk sequel. I'm guessing. Small strike team still in the conceptual phase. Mm. Why? Why? I think because their stocks are so low at this point. They just have to announce everything. They just have to announce it. Oh, this is funny. I mistype RPGs, so it's PRG. PRG. <laughs> the new CD Projekt Red. PRG. <laughs> Play role game. <laughs> Play role game. <laughs> I hope they do a not RPG for this new IP. Change up your genre, bro. I know a studio that gets popular off of one thing, milks the fuck out of that one thing. But do, like, do 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 an Obsidian where you've got, like, an RPG, but you've also got, like, fucking Pentiment, like, randomly. <laughs> yeah, they don't even, like, even Josh Sawyer, who's mainly worked on RPGs, doesn't consider it an RPG. It's just a narrative interactive game. And then they have fucking Grounded. 
I mean, Insomniac. Yeah, Insomniac platformer, platformer to open world action adventure. They also have had shooters with fucking resistance. Yeah, so they like, spot. It's ugh, fuck. What's the? It's um. Not consistency. It's um. Something is the spice of life. It's diversity is the spice of life. Duh. Basically, changing shit up is the spice of life. Yeah, yeah. Do not do one thing consistently. I mean, you can, but, like, you should try something new. Like, that's what I hope Naughty Dog does. I know Neil Druckmann's doing a new IP, I think. Maybe yeah. it's a third one. But I heard it was a new IP. Well, to be fair, I heard, like, a billion things that were coming out of that company, so I don't even know. But I heard it was a Viking game, and I hope they do I some heard interesting it was a Celtic game. Celtic? Or Celtic. What, what, yeah, no, it's Celtic. It's like, Celtic. what do you mean by that? Like That's like European, like, nomads. Who get, like, fucking slaughtered by the Romans or whatever. Yeah. Well, that'd be cool, to be fair. Or, like, bro, Aztec? Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> my God. Like, oh, oh, would it be, like, that Vin Diesel movie? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> uh, a Apocalypse, the last apocalyptico, <laughs> apocalyptic. Oh, apocalypto. That's oh, Mel Gibson. Oh, that's Mel Gibson. Well, he directed it. Maybe, was... maybe Vin Diesel stars in it. I'll go look it up. Because I thought it was it's an... apocalypto. Because I thought it was an all indigenous cast. Apoc mainly. Apocalypse. Yeah, directed by Mel Gibson. Uh. Yeah, it's an all. Which is cool, but also Mel Gibson is extremely racist. <laughs> See, from a distance, I thought that was a monster, but then I zoom in, it's a Native American. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mel Gibson moment. Oh my god. Oh, Jesus. Mel Gibson wins best director for Braveheart. That's fucking stupid. Anyway, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Um, here we go. Uh, I have a couple quick news stories. The Spawn movie, which was supposed to come oh, yeah. in 2019. Remember that? I do. Yeah, uh, yeah. 2019. Remember the 2019 Spawn movie, guys? Yeah, I do. Anywho, they finally got writers. Oh, Three wow. years later. <laughs> Three years later. I know everything about Spawn. I am the biggest fan of Spawn. I have That's a joke. Spawn. I know nothing yes, about I, Spawn. I don't know anything about Spawn. I just know he's funny. <laughs> he's, he says some based shit murders people and leaves. Oh, we need yeah. to see the 90s movie, bro. That shit's gonna slap so like hard. Venom. Venom. <laughs> uh, and also FNAF Venom. movie. Finally. Yeah, they've, they've got a, a set shoot date. They finally got a, sec, a new director. I, I will watch this. For the meme. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how if it's going to be a complete shit show if it's actually going to be at least decent. It's not going to be a masterpiece. No no way. That would be funny. Imagine that's like the best movie of the year. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> oh my god. It's going to be a movie that is going to be like... It is one of the movies of all time. Well, it's not going to make any sense and then MatPat's going to make a theory on it and it's somehow going to be the greatest film of all time. Oh. Okay, anywho. You've got news. I don't know if I've chipped into what you like your ten stories, nine stories. 
Yep, let's just go in my gallery and my screenshots, because this is where I keep all my stories in. Okay. Um, Duke Nukem Forever. Um, oh, the... Okay. It finally got a record that it held for so long taken away from it. Which was? Uh, the longest uh, game in development. It okay. was in development for 14 years. Yep. But Beyond Good and Evil 2 finally beat it. Okay. Um, we'll see... By a year. Only 14? I yeah. thought it was way more. Because they started in the 90s, and it came out in 2011. Yeah, it was only 14. That's shocking. But yeah, Beyond Good and Evil 2 probably has been in development since the first one. Yeah. So, that makes sense. Because that only came out in 2007. And they've been sh- they've been uh, showing off trailers every like couple decades. Yeah, they show... I remember when Ubisoft was like, hey, remember this? They haven't even started. They just they have yep. a CG trailer now, and they're swearing. Even though it was and like they a still haven't started game. at yeah. that point. Yeah. Uh, remember Skull and Bugs? <laughs> yeah. But in good news, this game finally got writers last uh, in August. What did? The, the, Beyond, uh, Good Beyond Good and Evil 2. <laughs> the finally? Oh, uh, yes. Show off trailers, but don't have a writer yet. <laughs> so, I mean, Ubisoft. at least it's going somewhere. <laughs> Sophomore. Imagine their best games being Nintendo crossovers. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, this game is an absolute shit show. Fuck. Why do I have Prey? Prey. Oh, Prey is number two with eleven years, by the way. With eight years. Oh, the remake. I mean, eleven years. The, the yeah, remake. the remake. Oh, okay. From Prey two to the remake. And um, this is not video game news, but um, the EU finally passed the decision, passed the law where. All the smartphone chargers have to be... I did hear that. C-type. Yep. Which is the superior type, I guess. Absolutely. Well, because Apple, for the longest time, had this, like, exclusive... The iPhone charger. Yeah. Right? But they had to recently, with each model of phone and just product, they've had to pay a fine for not going to the universal type. But because they make so much money, it didn't matter. But now the EU is like, fuck you, you have to do it now. <laughs> Which is good, because everyone should be able to just be like, yo, you got a charger. Yeah, cool. Plug in your phone. But now there are a bunch of useless fucking chargers now. Which yeah. is kind of scary, because electronic waste is a real problem. I mean, things are going to be more convenient in the EU, you know, and in Europe, but um, at, and this is probably going to spawn a lot more third-party shitty chargers that blow up your phone. There already are. But <laughs> this is going to spawn even more because Apple now doesn't have the exclusive Apple charger. charger, yeah, okay. And people well, are going to be but less like, What about aware, like but. the iPad? Are they going to have to change those too? I feel like they're going to have to, because that's also the yeah, iPhone probably. charger. Yeah. Well, everyone uses C-Type now. But I just wonder, are they still going to be selling the Apple chargers just for, like, another decade? Well, for, like, the old phones? For the old phones, yeah. Maybe. Until they phase them out. Remember when they sold uh, a stand for $1,000? Yeah. God, Apple's uh, cool. Apparently, yeah. yeah. Apparently, you have to buy boxes, too, for the Apple chargers. That's what my sister told me. I don't know if that's true. Oh, the thing that plugs into the wall? Yeah. 
You have to buy that separate to the court, apparently. What the fuck? <laughs> first they get rid of the, the first they get rid of the headphone jack. Yeah. Then they get rid of the well, charger. The charger in the case. And now they're once you get it, you have to buy the box. <laughs> but <laughs> also I don't know if you heard, but also like um if you try and fix an Apple phone on your own and you take out a piece, the phone just doesn't work anymore. Because cool. they have codes now on every single piece. So you have to take it in. Monopoly moment. So, um... Well, that's certainly one way to piss off a fan base. <laughs> um, See, this is why Android's superior, bro. You can just do whatever the fuck you want. Just Android and Plus, I make... Android is not just Samsung. Yeah. It's so many other things. Like, everything not Google or Apple is Samsung. <laughs> and that's like a bunch of st- Like, I had a Motorola, bro. That shit was epic. <laughs> or uh, apparently Nokia's aren't that bad either. Nokia? Nokia, yeah. Nokia. Nokia. Oh, I have, I have heard, I have heard phones. Yeah, yeah. They're not, they're not popular. I mean, some of them are popular, but they're not as popular as just the Samsung, the yeah. Google, I, and the... I don't really know my phone brands, so... I don't... All I know I is if I can do what... I, yeah. <laughs> if I have a phone that does YouTube, I think I'm It does YouTube. If I have a phone that can play prawn, it's okay. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Anywho. Alright, on to the next news story is... Oh yeah, what do you think of the Dead Space remake? Have you been catching up with that at all? All I know is that it's happening. Yeah. That's yeah. it. I don't know well, if, like, they've been releasing trailers and images, because it's getting there, right? Early January Oh, yeah, that's the, the uh, they're doing the, um, they're doing a Marvel game, right? Or a Star Wars game? Yeah, they, the Marvel, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't remember. They are doing a game that we talked about recently. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> eventually. I, because I heard this is John Carpenter's favorite video game series. Dead Space? Yeah. He even likes that. I heard that's like the worst one because well, it's like an action game. Yeah, that's when that's when EA went through the phase of, oh, we don't like games that are like, like this. We like them when they're like action adventure because that's so what's that's popular. What they made of Mass Effect Three. Yeah. But people like it except the ending. Yeah, yeah. I got some problems with it besides <laughs> the ending, like the oh. fact that they put an IGN reporter in there as one of the, like, to voice someone on the ship. But she doesn't contribute anything besides sex. An IGN <laughs> reporter played a character you can bang. Y- yeah. What the fuck? Huh? Although, I was it a male or boost- female? It was female. Of course it was. I wonder if it was there to boost reviews. I wonder <laughs> if it was. I wonder what it was like for her to 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 be told I'm gonna be in Mass Effect Three, and the fucking producer comes up to you and says, "We need you to moan. Can you moan for us?" <laughs> And she's like, what? <laughs> it's like, yeah, we need your character to moan in a totally, le- totally needed sex scene. Well, not at all not needed. Like, she was literally all. an afterthought. She's put at the bottom of the ship in the deepest corner you'll never go to. <laughs> so, like, she was just, like, a half-assed attempt. Like, here, here, here's money. Please um, tell please me she was the one that review. reviewed the game. I wish that would be so funny. <laughs> like I, was I in give this, this game a ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. I think they gave it like a nine, actually. 
actually. Oh, of course they did. <laughs> IGN hey, moment. we were in the game, guys. <laughs> IGN moment. We banged the IGN reviewer <laughs> for IGN review. <laughs> She's probably oh. the best romance option, guys. Go for her. Go bang her co-worker in this game. <laughs> oh my god. Co-worker. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the IG interviewer banged the co-worker in the game. They could relive their fantasy. No! No! I think that makes me want to skip to the... F- <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Oh my god, was it Sydney Goodman? Please tell me it was her. Oh my god. She's like one of the more popular. Funny. Yeah. Um, Mass Effect. That's not how you spell Mass. Reporter. IGN. <laughs> IGN. Her name is Diana Allers. No, I mean the person that played her. Yeah. Oh, Jessica Chobot. I don't know who the hell she is. You can bang me in this video game. Imagine you tell your parents, I'm going to be in a video game. And then they go to play it and they bang their daughter in this video game. I'm, I'm making it worse, but like, just imagine that. I mean, you could, you could bang... Uh, you, could also, you could also bang Billie Eilish's mom in this game. So. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Crazy. Reviews. Let's, uh... <laughs> That's a good way to spell reviews. Alright, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna close. Yeah. I, I'm too lazy to look Anywho. at that. Anywho. Remember when this was about Dead Space? <laughs> oh yeah, Dead Space. I'm actually looking forward to it, I guess. So wait, what was the news story? Oh, nothing. They're just releasing more images. Hyping up oh. the... Getting out okay. the marketing. Isn't it coming out in January? Yeah, right after Calypso Protocol, which is interesting. I'm actually excited for Calypso, Calypso Protocol. Calypso Protocol, yeah. Because, like, it's a horror game, right? But it's got Karen Fukuhara. That's the only reason I'm yeah, going to play this. That's, that's the only true. reason I'm going to play this. And it's a spiritual successor to Dead Space. So it has Interesting. creators, the creators of Dead Space. Also, I, Josh Demel, when he tries, can be decent. So I'm curious to see what he does in a I know he was the sergeant in World War II, the Call of Duty game, and he was like fine. But I'm curious to see what they do in like a horror setting. Is he the funny Transformer guy? He is the funny Transformer <laughs> guy. The funny Transformer guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Also, fandom. You know the people that they they have the, a bunch of the website. The yeah. Website. Yeah. They uh they made a huge acquisition. They bought Gamespot, Metacritic, TV Guide. And Game Facts. All of them? All of them, yeah. They bought Metacritic. Yeah. <laughs> they bought Metacritic. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, they just bought a fuck ton of websites out of nowhere. They are one of the more popular ones, to be fair. Yeah. But I thought that was user-based, not like... I thought it was a user-based, too. But... Okay. I mean, good for them. Build a monopoly of online review websites <laughs> oh. own them all Ima- oh my god imagine 
they owned like a bunch of them, but they forced each of them to give different ratings instead of just. I think it'd be more obvious if like give it all the same rating, right? Yeah. They're just like you should give it one really high. You, <laughs> you should, should give, give it, it really low. <laughs> Make it less sus. <laughs> less sus. We're not lazy. <laughs> we we play these games, guys. Trust me. IGN mode. Um, <laughs> uh, I couldn't beat the first level. Seven acts. That was literally <laughs> cut That was That's no what joke. I was cut <laughs> Fuck. That's what I was thinking. I, I think it's, everyone's fucking aware of the video of the IGN reviewer who couldn't beat the fucking tutorial. <laughs> it's called double jumping. <laughs> couldn't double jump. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Look, I'm not a platformer, but like, my guy, come on. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. That dude was the dude who did the gameplay showing for Halo Infinite. Oh, he's the guy that kept dying, right? Well, first of all, he didn't move within like the first five minutes of the game. He just sat there. And then, yeah, he's like shooting at the sky and shit like... <laughs> gameplay? Shit, like... Okay, gameplay. I know this is a different topic, but like, shouldn't you have... Like, Gamers. specific reviewers for specific genres of games. Maybe. Like, shouldn't you have, like, a reviewers me, who do first-person shooters and reviewers who do platformers? For me, I think it... Like, if you have a reviewer who does first-person shooters, and then they play a card game, are they gonna have the... Are they... Same. Same. Are they really gonna, like... <laughs> Like, they're two different complete genres. With well, for me, I find it more player. annoying that they have the PlayStation guy and the Xbox guy. Oh, yeah, I guess that, too. Because, like, the PlayStation guy is only forced to do one studio. So, like, he's not allowed to fucking review anything else. And he might actually prefer other things from other studios. He's like, nope, you're the Sony guy. Like, why is he just the Sony guy? Let him do something else. But also, like, speaking of, like, when a review drops, it's one person of a network of dozens. So, like, it's not the collective, like, averaged out. It's one guy with one opinion. It also should probably be the collective. It's, it should be, yeah. give time for reviews so everyone can play it. And then maybe, like... In, like, a hat, you know, they put, like, the, the out of ten, maybe they put, like, an eight. Or maybe someone will put, like, put, put like, a seven. Then you'll throw it onto a hat, and then at the end, you take them, you average it all out, and then you slap that rating to the collective review. And you'll put general thoughts of what people liked and didn't like. Too much water. Too much water. <laughs> Too much yeah. water. Uh, anywho, there was more stories? <laughs> Because we should keep going. There's a lot to go still. Yeah, there's um, DC. So, I don't know. The Rock posted a video of how, like, I'm the most power. Black Adam is the most powerful DC superhero. Superhero? Or hero? He's the most powerful DC character in the world. Or something. And then he, like, hinted towards, like, the universe or something. And everyone's like, What? What? All I've heard from Black Adam is that the ending has the return of Henry Cavill. Apparently. With the John Williams theme. Apparently. People fucking don't like that because they like the Zimmer theme. But I'm like, nah, bro. John Williams so more goaded than Hans Zimmer. At least in the Superman 
speed. I like the Hans Zimmer score too, but I I feel like the soup the the uh I feel John like Williams. John Williams fits it a lot more. It's more triumphant and like heroic. Yeah. But then Hans Zimmer's like <laughs> I can get because like in the context of the movie, it makes more sense of Man of Steel. Because he's not the Superman yet. Yeah. But, like, yeah, he evolved into Superman. That was the whole point of the trilogy, right? That's what the fans keep telling me. Yeah. That's the whole point, right, guys? So, like, why yeah. wouldn't you want it to be the John Williams thing? Because well, that means he's Superman. Like, here's, here's the thing, though. I know this is a completely different thing. But, like, the thing about Zack Snyder's Superman is that he was told, like, you're going to be a good person, you know? So just... But then compared to all the other iterations of Superman that I'm aware of, it's like, you should be a good person. I'm going to be good because I want to be good. I don't know. I just prefer Superman when he prefers to be good as opposed over... to just... You're going to be Don't a good save me, son. This tornado is going to suck don't, me. Don't fucking <laughs> save me, son. <laughs> don't save those kids who are drowning in a bus, son. <laughs> Let them drown. <laughs> don't reveal your identity. Base Jonathan Kent. <laughs> <laughs> Zack Snyder's the blueprint, guys. Well, also, apparently, The Rock has been, like, really demanding of a Henry Cavill movie with Superman. See, if anyone's gonna get anything done, sadly, it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. Sadly. Like, if this... Just make the man in charge, I guess. Imagine he... Imagine that. They're looking for a president, right? Go to Dwayne Dwayne the Rock Rock Johnson. Hey, you own a whiskey company. We think you should run DC. (laughs) He's just like, what the fuck? Yeah, you said his pitch for, like, a conclusive finale to something was Black Adam versus Justice League versus Suicide Squad. I think it's fucking stupid, but, yeah. Look, yeah. look, 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 look. I could see it happening, right? For example, right, Viola Davis is in Black Adam in the marketing, at least some of it. Probably just for that scene, and they're just spoiling it. But she'll be like, alright, listen, this guy is kind of God, and this is the reason why we made the Suicide Squad. Go kill him. And then they get immediately fucking evaporated, because it's Black Adam. And then you have the Justice League, who are way the fuck more competent, show up and actually try. I feel like the Suicide Squad would be more like a joke opening, to just tear him to shreds, to show off Black Adam as a villain, as opposed to anything else. I just the reason the reason why I'm opposed to it is super biased. I uh, you want Superman? Not Black I just Adam? don't like. I don't want Black Adam. You want Superman? I want Black Adam versus Shazam, but I feel like they're ignoring. Like that, that's that, the other thing. Black I feel like Adam isn't a Superman villain. It's a it's a Shazam villain. <laughs> and they they are they're both gonna have Jaman Hansu, right? Because he, he, he was he gave uh, Shazam his powers, and he gave Billy Batson his powers. He also gave yeah. Black Adam his powers. But I think they changed that. Because in the movie, it's like, it came of pure rage. <laughs> and he's like, what? but that's not what 
just happened in the Shazam? Wait, <laughs> 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 what? Came from rage. He's so angry. He's too angry to die. He's too He's angry. He's fucking doom guy. But it's from the director of Ju- Jungle Cruise. And I didn't hate Jungle Cruise. I thought it was a fun knockoff Pirates of the Caribbean. So I feel like this will be a fun knockoff Superman. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess, like, okay, maybe I'm a bit... Plus, Pierce Brosnan is going to absolutely clap as Dr. Fate, bro. You can't deny that. That he's going to be better than Dr. Strange. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sorry to all the Green Lantern fans. And Aquaman fans, I apologize. It's just and Flash fans. Imagine getting oh stuck with God. Ezra Miller. <laughs> Imagine getting stuck. Apparently, he's and actually doing reshoots too right now. I did hear that. Yeah, like they're actually sticking with them. Well, at least for the movie. Yeah, at least because by this point, it, they're two hundred million in, not including marketing. So they're yeah, kind of fucked already. Bomb. I'm. I don't know if I'm gonna see. I used to say I don't care for Marvel anymore. DC's where it's at. But now I don't like DC either, because the shit they used to have is now canceled, and the stuff they do have I don't care. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not gonna watch a fucking Aquaman sequel. I haven't even seen the first one. I'm like, what, what do you, what do you want from me? I just want funny Aqua. I just want Super Pets too. Me too. <laughs> Oh, oh okay. a better Super Pets. God, that'd be great. <laughs> or just, you know yeah. what? Drop the Pets part and just keep the animated Justice League, please. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lego Batman 2. Oh, let's go. Oh, cream. Okay. Well, anyways, apparently Michael Vaughn expressed interest in directing a Man of Steel sequel. This has been a thing since, like, 2017. It has? Yeah. Michael Vaughn. Michael Vaughn of Kingsman and Kick-Ass. And I just don't see that as Superman. I, because he wanted the villain to be Brainiac. Who doesn't? Exactly. <laughs> Who the, Kevin Smith wanted Brainiac to be the villain. So did the director of the canceled Nicolas Cage movie. He wanted him to be well, in the final boss fight yeah. in the fucking spider. No, John that, Peters, you're stupid. That was Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith wrote that movie. No, but I'm saying John Peters, the producer, oh, yeah, yeah, the was producer, like, yeah. Brainiac Spider, do it or else. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then and then when they didn't do it, they canceled it. And a separate movie he did called Wild Wild West with Will Smith had a steampunk giant metal spider. <laughs> I don't know why he's obsessed <laughs> with metal, giant sp- metal spiders. spiders, but he likes giant metal spiders, I guess. Anywho, more news stories? I don't know if you have more. Yeah. Um, well, this is a story. Okay. This is not really, but I was sitting by a stoplights, right? Uh, or was oh, a, oh, was so like an actual story. Yeah, I know. It's okay. like an actual story. Okay. It was, it's you know, it's a it's a four way. So um, yep. I'm waiting for my turn to get to the stop sign, and um, you know the the one of the transformer songs from the '86 movie comes on, and I'm listening to it, you know, and I'm like, huh, I haven't heard anything about the the Beast Wars movie in a while. I should probably see if any news came out recently for it. And, you know... Oh, that's your transition? No. I'm not going to... There there is news, but it's like months old, so I'm not going to get into that. Well, because it's still coming out next year. And they they released the look for Optimus Prime. Yes, they did. And looks so good! (laughs) There was leaked audio and story. I don't... Look, I don't care about Transformers in the fucking least, but Beast Wars was my jam. As a child, 
Really? Okay. You watched there Space was, Wars? I, I didn't watch the show because it wasn't available for me. I was a cable boy, Yeah. so I couldn't. But we had comics at school, Beast Wars, that I constantly reread because I was just obsessed with it. Like, that was before I watched the Michael Bay movies. That's like fucking Cheetor and Optimus Primal. Yeah. Like, I'm telling I, you, I was obsessed with those comics. <laughs> even before, the, like, I saw the first one. Or they were, like, around the same time. Which is insane. Like, imagine you didn't know Transformers, and the first thing you saw was Beast Wars. <laughs> Beast uh, Yeah. I, I didn't grow up with Beast Wars. My dad bought, or he, he got a copy of the, the like the first season of Beast Wars but it ended up being in Spanish somehow <laughs> so it was Optimus Prime but I could open it I don't understand that <laughs> did so it have bad. subtitles though? no I don't think so oh that would be funny just to try and know what was going on <laughs> it's, it's, shit randomly happens you're like what the fuck's going on You do you still have it? Damn it, dude! It was, we should have watched yeah, it. Spanish Beast Wars. <laughs> that was like that was a long time ago. Spanish Beast Wars. Okay, uh, that's the only memory I have of Beast Wars. So. Spanish. But <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm just so glad it they ripped it away from Michael Bay. Thank fuck. <laughs> yeah, they have the director of Creed now jumping in. The first one. Yeah. So that was Ryan Coogler. Yeah. No. Or you mean the second one? Yeah, the second one. Okay, yeah, Creed okay. Two, right? I was like, what? Yeah, I did no. not hear about Wait. that. Right? Wait. Michael B. Jordan's doing the third one. Ryan Coogler was the first one. So it must be the guy who did the second one. Yeah, I, it's not fucking Ryan Coogler. Uh, it's Rise of Bestiality. The, uh, that's not what it's called. Any. Yes, uh, Steph Stephen Cable Cable Jr. Yeah, he did Creed too, and then that's pretty much Stephen it. Cable Jr. Oh, yeah, that's okay. pretty much it. it well, I mean, Creed. I hear that's a good sequel. Yeah. So like, I'm not. It's comp, like they got Travis Knight, but it like, uh, not Coraline. That's Peter Selleck. He did Kubo. He didn't do Coraline. He did Kubo. And then he did Bumblebee. And that was like absolute you know. Yeah, I hear Kubo was great, so yeah. I just wanted to look at Kubo. I, I never watched it, but Leica is insane, but my goodness. <laughs> I, I hope I was hoping they would bring Travis Knight back, but I guess not. I guess Bumblebee was too much of a bump. But anyways, yeah, I was sitting there at the stoplight listening to some Transformers bot. That's just in my playlist. And then I'm I'm sitting there thinking, and then like the the semi that passes the four by four has fucking Optimus Prime all over the no thing. No way! Like, what are the fucking odds of that? <laughs> I don't know. It's just just a cool story. I swear, just there's like, a, there's a subreddit called "What are the odds, bro?" Yeah, we should go yeah. into that one. What are the fucking odds of that? <laughs> what are the odds? What are the fucking odds? Okay, <laughs> you're about to go into that subreddit. Anywho, I don't know if you have more stories. Yeah, I have a canceled Plants vs Zombies game. That they didn't know was gonna happen. I didn't know either. It was a action. Was it the third one? No, it was an action adventure game that would have been like Ratchet and Clank, sort of with like the two people. Like there would have been a plant, and there would have been a main character who would have been oh a okay. human. Okay. But it was canceled 
to work on Star Wars 1313. Which, didn't that get canceled? <laughs> that also? got canceled too. 1313 so. was a while ago. Yeah, that was still a while ago. I didn't even know it existed until now. But it was Progression of Uncharted and Batman Akin to Arkham Knight. So, oh, this was like late 2000s, early 2010s. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's when, it, like, right when it, the first one popped off. And then EA was like, yo, PopCap, time to steal your IP and milk it to death. Um, so there's, I have three more things. Starfield was given a release date, like, uh, Didn't it placeholder happen? release date on websites, and people are thinking it's real. December 29th, 2023. I don't I think I thought it was real. supposed to be spring. Yeah, I don't, that's why I don't think it's, because usually placeholders are, like, the end of December. Like, websites yep. will just go, oh, yep, this game will drop December 31st, 2020. But it's Imagine not it did. <laughs> Imagine it did. That's insane. Well, I mean, apparently they're they're uh, gonna start dropping pre-orders soon. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, just just a little warning. I don't think it's coming out until they announce. And anyways, in other news, um, I don't know if this is sad, but I know this is another Superman story. But I I'd consider it pretty huge in a way. But Superman Son of Kal El was canceled. Which is what is this? Is it Superman Son of Kal El was about, you know. Jonathan Kent. Oh, the gay the one? The gay one, yeah. Of course they canceled. It was canceled after 18 issues. But this is different because I think at that point he was still a kid when he came out as bi, I think. Maybe. Maybe okay. I'm wrong. But it was finally canceled. Finally canceled? Finally canceled. I knew it was happening. I'm not going to lie. Oh, because poor sales. Well, comics yeah. don't sell. So I don't but. know why they keep... Well, I guess you have to keep making them. The the still the the panels I saw it looked pretty it looked pretty good. It still had the essence of Superman, but I guess people just didn't like the fact. Maybe it was the My fact that he was Superman likes boys. That's not okay. A lot of people don't like it, along with the other thing, because apparently they aged up Damian Wayne and Jonathan Kent in a really stupid way. They didn't just age. Yeah, they just didn't age, apparently. Or maybe they just had a huge time jump. They and had they a just full relic. <laughs> and they just missed all this character development, and it's like, oh, damn. Kind of love missing when he was a kid, but I don't know. I mean, rip. Imagine having character development. Yeah. I just didn't like the cover art for a lot of it, where he looked like a fucking e-boy. <laughs> that was kind of weird. Anyways, so this is a completely unrelated to anything we ever really talk about, but NASA is testing a giant space slingshot. Awesome. <laughs> um, neat. I like a lot of sci-fi uses slingshots to launch like ships. Yeah. So I mean, I don't see us getting to the point of using ships any time in our lifetime. Maybe like launching projectiles into space to fight aliens. As we do. As we do. <laughs> as, as we do. So, yeah, that that's it. NASA oh, that's giant it. slingshots, yeah. That's the last story. Yeah. Slingshots. <laughs> slingshots. <laughs> giant space slingshots. I uh, thought I heard somewhere that they were defunding NASA, and I don't know why, but, like, I can't... I don't get it. Because aliens are working among us. Among us! Oh, my God. Okay, okay, okay. So... I, you know what? I th We've got some time. I'm going to do my Oscars, and then we'll hop into movies. Okay. I'll just sit back. So this, this is the last one I'm doing for a while. Until, like, at least November. All right? So 
this is the spooky season one for a reason, because it's the year Silence of the Lambs won Best Picture. Uh, we're going to review this later, not right now, uh, not in this episode. Um, so, let's start with Where It Won. This was one of two movies nominated everywhere, which should have clued you in that it was probably going to win, but... Only the guilds liked it. The BAFTAs and the Golden Globes were like, Ew, gross, a horror movie? No. And then it, it didn't win anything. Or like, it did, but it didn't win Best Picture. Or Best Director. Or, you know, other stuff that we'll get to. It was only the PGA. And the Critics' Choice didn't exist at this point. They're a recent thing that's come around. So it was those three. Golden Globe, PGA, and BAFTA. And even PGA isn't, like, extremely old. Like, the DGA's been around since the 50s. This came around, like, the late 80s. So, anywho. The Actors Guild of America. Oh, sag! Let's go. Uh, So, yeah, Science of the Lambs won PGA and then won the Oscar. I don't really know what number two would be. There's a movie called Bugsy, which is a fucking awful name. <laughs> Bugsnicks. <laughs> Bugsnicks. But that one, Golden Globe. I feel like the number two was probably the Oliver Stone movie, JFK. Because they had just given him two director Oscars for Platoon and for Born on the Fourth of July. And Platoon won Best Picture. So they liked the guy. And this had Kevin Costner starring. This was like a big movie. Kevin like, like Costner is JFK? Or maybe like... Maybe. No, wait. JFK... No, wasn't... Isn't JFK about the bodyguard? Oh, you're right. You're right. It's about the bodyguard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but that was... That didn't win picture anywhere, but I feel like that was probably the number two. Uh, a movie that was in contention for nominations was The Prince of Tides. This is the Barbara Streisand-directed movie. Barbara Streisand. Let's go. That got Golden Globe PGA. Here, this is a big year. Because outside of the first horror movie winning Best Picture, this is the year of the first black person ever nominated in director. Ever is this year. The first one ever. This is the year of... Terminator 2. Sweeping text, bro. We'll get to that later. Uh, oh, there's something else. Oh, yeah, this is the year of Thelma and Louise. This is the year of Beauty and the Beast, which got nominated for Best Picture, actually. That's the fifth nominee. First animated movie ever nominated. But, like, at least it's a good one. <laughs> I, I, I personally don't like Beauty and the Beast. but You don't? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would have preferred... Again, I would have, like, I get if, like, The Lion King is probably, like, a better pick. But also, like, Beauty and the Beast slaps, bro. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. Wow, woman falls in love with an animal. Bestiality? <laughs> uh, well, at least they don't bang. <laughs> Base. Base. Uh, here we go. But the big snub that was actually Thelma and Louise didn't get a Best Picture on. Is that a... Despite winning screenplay, and, yeah, that's about uh, Susan Sarandon and uh, 
Gina Davis on like a yeah. That's the one where one of them was gonna get sexually harassed or like raped, and then the other one saves them. It's like a girl empowerment movie. I've seen it. This very, is like one of the first Brad Pitt performances ever. Also, very important for the time too. Yeah. So like that got snubbed. <laughs> that got snubbed. Um, for something called Bugsy. <laughs> Bugsy. <laughs> Bugsy. Bug snacks. Bug snacks. What the fuck is Bug snacks? Uh, Boys in the Hood, the movie that we'll get to in director, but that got a PGA nomination, and that probably should have gotten a Best Picture nomination. But what are we don't talk about? Director, uh, Jonathan Deem, Dem. I don't know how to say his name. For Silence of the Lambs, same thing as Picture. It won the DGA, so it won the Guild, but it didn't win Golden Globe or BAFTA. So the Guilds are like, ah, yes, horror movie, we'll give it to you. But then everywhere else is like, ew, gross, no, we're not doing that. But it was nominated everywhere. I think the number two would have been Oliver Stone, but he had literally just one two. So they weren't going to give it to him a third time, but he did win Golden Globe. Barry uh, Levinson... Fucking Bugsy <laughs> was uh. Once you watch Bugsy and it's like an actual masterpiece. God, I know. But uh, he got, he did Rain Man, and he won Best Director for Rain Man, and he got nominated for this movie. Ridley Scott for Thelma and Louise got DGA and BAFTA. I believe this is his first nomination. This is the. Uh, there you go. Ooh, ooh, that's like middle of the road, boys. <laughs> anyway. Ooh, Ben Kingsley, let's go. Anywho. Uh, then we have John Singleton for Boys in the Hood. Despite not getting nominated anywhere, they reckon... Not only was he the first black person nominated for Best Director, but he is still the youngest nominated director ever. Imagine that. Uh, <laughs> Crazy. Uh, well... Maybe they just don't like young directors. They don't. They don't like young actors in lead either. The youngest person to win in that category was a 31 year old. So let that sink in. <laughs> and the people who don't like people like 80 years old. What was that? <laughs> um, so. Who was snubbed though? Barbara Streisand, the no! Prince of Tides. I know. Wait, they should have snubbed. This movie too. They should have snubbed fucking. Bugsy. <laughs> should have snubbed Bugsy. What's, wait, what of sand? The Prince of Tides. Prince of, oh, shit. <laughs> Not the Prince of Sands, no. Tides. It's got, uh... God. Zam! <laughs> Another middle-of-the-road movie. Barbara Streisand, let's go. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, I wish they had an animated category. Only yesterday we should have swept. Anywho, uh, let's keep going. Actor. So Anthony Hopkins wins Best Lead Actor for Silence of the Lambs. Now this is a category front because he is not the lead. Sure, he might be the male lead, but he's definitely a supporting character. Because the lead of the movie is Jodie Foster. She's in way more of it. She has a bigger role. 
But Anthony Hopkins chews up the screen, and by this point, he was a really respected actor, so they were kind of just like, well, we're going to nominate you anyways. So he won BAFTA, nominated the Golden Globe, and then he wins the Oscar. Who is probably supposed to win? Nick Nolte for The Prince of Tides won the Golden Globe. Uh, Robin Williams for a movie called The Fisher King won Golden Globe Comedy. Uh, Robert De Niro for another horror movie, a Martin Scorsese one called Cape Fear. Got Cape? Cape? Cape Fear? Cape. Wait, Martin Scorsese did horror? Yeah. He also did one called After Hours. And one called Bringing Out the Dead with Nicolas Cage. So he's actually, he actually has variety? Yeah. He doesn't just do mobster flicks? No. <laughs> the MCU fanboys lied to me. <laughs> As someone who hasn't seen a single Marty movie over here, just dying. That's, I just watch Shark Tale. <laughs> <I watch> Shark <laughs> Tale. <laughs> that doesn't count. I'll watch Taxi Driver. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. I'll go. Out. Well, I mean, he was, that was seen as a very young director movie. Yeah, he was a time. part of the uh, Rat Pack. Where the fuck is called? <laughs> Let's just stick with that. The Rat Pack. The rat pack. Well, he was pretty young when he made it. I mean, yeah. people liked yeah. it, but it wasn't. People didn't like it. But it got. It's like people Drive did like it. No, no, it's like Drive Twenty. No, ah. it got a Best Picture nomination. Oh, it did. Yeah, oh, it's really that good. Yeah, Damn, might have to watch it. Then. It didn't win anything, and it was snubbed for him and director. Oh, that makes sense. So, so, so. Denis the, moment. Denis moment. Also, Steven Spielberg for Jaws got snubbed just by getting literally everything. <laughs> like, literally, there's a clip that I found where he's, like, watching the nominees live. He's like, I missed. I fucking missed. <laughs> he's just, like, all, like, like sad about it. But, like, he's, like, jokey at the same time. Because, like, he's funny Spielberg man. <laughs> Spielberg is a chat. I know he is. Okay, so actress Jodie Foster for Silence of the Lambs. That's fourth win in a row. I'm just telling you right now. I just, I just think all of them, all the Rat Pack directors are just chads. <laughs> to be honest, because I, I remember, I remember. George it's not called Rat Pack, but uh, yeah, it's yeah. called like Film Brats. Yeah, it's Film, film Brats. Brats. Yeah, because yeah. I remember. I'm, I'm gonna call them. I remember <laughs> Dave Filoni is like he's talking to George and he's like. Uh, I usually don't like the episodes George doesn't like, and George like Dave Filoni's like like it like that six episode droid arc where they're stranded on the desert planet and it's super boring and George Lucas is like well I actually like that arc to be honest. <laughs> it's like actually considered one of the worst arcs in the Clone Wars and it is but George Lucas is like that's one of my favorite arcs bro. of course I don't it know is. what you're talking about of course about. it is <laughs> so yeah I just think that whole group is just funny. Funny men. Uh, so okay, Jodie Foster. This would have been the one award if it would have won, like anything. So similar to like Annie Hall, how like uh, oh, yeah, Diane Keaton, yeah. she was the one guaranteed to win no matter what for the movie. It just so happened that it fucking swept. And this Barbara was Streisand. yeah, like this was the same thing. Like she was like basically guaranteed to get her second win here. And, like, no matter what, and she did. And she is, like, really good. Uh, Gina Davis and Susan Sarandon for Thelma and Louise. Nowadays, they would have put one in supporting, and one of them probably would have won, to be yeah. fair. But 
this is one of the few times where there were two leads for the same movie, but it makes sense because guess what? They're both fucking leads, so like you can't like not have like one of them supporting. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna skip the uh, supporting actor because you don't know any of these people. <laughs> you don't either. I I know some of them. I know Barbara Streisand. Is there more that's Barbara not, Streisand? That's not more Barbara Streisand. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, we just gotta wait to get to like a couple boring awards so I can grab a water. Boring awards. Well, you know what? You could you can do that now after supporting actor okay. because okay. Just don't go over Terminator Two stuff without me. Okay. Okay. I won't. Yeah, that doesn't come for later. Okay. All right. So, but, but you better go quick. All right, so all right, supporting actor, a guy named Jack Palance, one for a movie called Palance. City Slickers, which is a comedy. Yeah, I heard of that. But like, okay, Harvey Keitel and Ben Kingsley got nominated for Bugsy. Gandhi. <laughs> Gandhi. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones for GFK was nominated. He was funny in the Batman movie. <laughs> so Barton Fink is one of the earlier breakout Coen Brothers films. Uh. It has it, it. It was supposed to be John Goodman got in, in supporting because he got a Golden Globe nomination. But they gave it to someone else for the same movie because they fucking hate John Goodman for some godforsaken reason. He's never been nominated once. Be- the Academy's <laughs> mean. <laughs> Anywho, all right. I'm about to go into like supporting actors. It doesn't like, seduce him. You don't. I was gonna say like John Goodman doesn't seduce anyone. Probably doesn't talk to anyone on the academy. That's why. No, he doesn't. But he's in a bunch of. A, okay, it doesn't. Doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't matter if he was at least decent in Cloverfield Lane. I'm sorry. Doesn't matter. I didn't it's watch Cloverfield. Ten Cloverfield Lane. I, Actually, I, I assume he was at least decent. Okay. But yeah, because it's nice and condensed. Yeah. All right. So, supporting actress, someone named Mercedes Rule. Wow. Roll. For the Fisher King, one Golden Globe, won the Oscar. Juliette Lewis for Cape Fear. Curious that horror movies kind of got around this year. It was interesting. Uh, let's see here. Let's see. Original screenplay. I, I, I know I'm skipping a lot of stuff in certain categories, but like, for like for a lot of the audience, and especially for like. Hunter and sometimes myself. I don't know anyone. Like I, I might know the movie, but I not might not know like the cast member playing them. So I, I sort of just skip it. Not because like they weren't nomination worthy. It's just I haven't gotten around to seeing them yet. Because even though I've seen a lot of movies, I haven't seen enough. Clearly, uh, original screenplay. Thelma and Luis won the Golden Globe and won WGA in original, was nominated at BAFTA. There was literally only five nominees. Because the BAFTA four had two that were from previous years. The Golden Globes had three original screenplay picks because they have merged category that got in at the Oscar. And then all five of the WGA nominees got it. Okay, thank you for that. I'm, I'm on original screenplay right now. Them on Luis Swan. Woman moment. Woman mo- it was a woman writer, though. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, oh, what? A woman. movie written 
about women empowerment, written by a woman, starring Lady and, Gaga, and it's good. And it's directed by Ridley Scott. <laughs> Ridley Scott. <laughs> Damn millennials. Damn millennials and their fun. Anywho, uh, Bugsy gets a fucking nomination because Bugsy. Uh, Fisher King gets nominated. Boys in the Hood. John Singleton gets another nomination. That got two nominations, and they were both for John Singleton. So good for him. Adapted screenplay. Silence of the Lambs. Same thing here. Only won the Writers Guild. Didn't win Golden Globe. Didn't win BAFTA. Won the Oscar. The guilds love this movie. They came in clutch for it, you know. If there was a number two, I think it probably would have been JFK, because that was the only other Best Picture nominee here. That's not true. Prince of Tides is here also. Um, score. Uh, Beauty and the Beast wins score. Do you remember the score of Beauty and the Beast? I kind of remember like one I piece. I remember the one piece, yeah. Um, other nominees, Bugsy, because Bugsy, <laughs> Bugsy. Uh, JFK, Fisher King, Prince of Tides. There was a bunch of nominees that did not get in, that like got in elsewhere. Like Thelma and Louise, Silence of the Lambs got BAFTA nominated. Uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Remember that movie? I, I do. Yeah, that got a Golden Globe nomination in score. That actually won Alan Rickman supporting actor at BAFTA for Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Anywho, best song had three songs from Beauty and the Beast. So no shit, it won best song. Um, let's see here. Oh, the song from Hook got in. Oh my god. Oh, okay. I thought there was four for a second. No, three got in. Yeah. Uh, when You're Alone from Hook got in. Let's see here. Cinematography. This is the first category. JFK wins, but it did not win USC Scripter. Not USC Scripter. ASC. That was a fun category. Bugsy won that category, but lost. Terminator 2 gets nominated Wait. in cinematography. Um, you're done with soundtrack score and a, a long yeah. time ago, but you're telling me Ta Terminator 2 wasn't even considered? For score? Nope. No one nominated it. I don't get it. Maybe it was ineligible. Because they, they have a rule where it has to be yeah. okay. a, c a certain amount original. I don't even, I don't even know which is dumb because they allowed the entire fucking sequel trilogy of Star Wars, but whatever. I don't even know if... Terminator and Terminator 2 had the same. They could have used other that, pieces so. from other movies. Though. It didn't have to be just like if it was the same music from the previous movie. Uh, but yeah, Thelma and Louise gets nominated for cinematography, and The Prince of Tides gets in. Uh, Hook and Silence of the Lambs were not nominated. Silence of the Lambs is an excellent looking movie. I think that should have gotten nominated, but whatever. It's so I, I am interested, because, like, how did they determine the... Which category? How did they, yeah, for uh, cinematography, like, they would have to... Because, like, nowadays it's like, oh, this film looks amazing because of, you know, the camera quality. But, um... You for know, me, it but, was like, more... now it's like, it would have to be more of, like, Back... framing and... 
Well, because it's always the achievement Color. movie. It's almost always the... Like, war movies win constantly. I can give you a bunch of examples, but war movies win because they're bigger. Right? Okay, One-take yeah. movies win because they're bigger. Well, I mean, you know? that's still now, but... Well, yeah, but, like, I'm, I'm saying, right? Like, yeah. big achievement movies win. Would... Right? Like, if you're an epic... Like, fucking, like, Out of Africa. Who the fuck cares about Out of Africa? Still gonna win cinematography. Why? Doesn't matter. Gets in anyways. Even, like, the common people. Like, now, you know, like, I know. I, I think Blade Runner 2049 is one of the best-looking movies I've, I've seen. But, like, how would they... Because I haven't seen a movie back then that even tried to do the same thing. Or at least not stand out as much. There's like, definitely movies that look gorgeous. Yeah. That and, look really good. Like, I probably missed out on them. Because, like, Terminator 2 in cinematography just doesn't sound right to me. I mean, it's a great-looking movie. Like, not all cinematography yeah, is yeah. screenshot-worthy And you'd, you'd have to see, like, I, I love... <laughs> Ryan Gosling, again, I love Drive 2011's cinematography. Yeah. Well, but for, like... Oliver Stone movies look excellent. So is that going to cinematography going to JFK makes sense. And even I mean even even Kill Bill, I mean, is good despite it not being screenshot worthy. Well, for there's some some, some of it. For, like, for, yeah, yeah, like cinematography for me, like yeah, you can screenshot the splash panel and put it on your computer yeah. monitor, but like good cinematography is like. The quiet scene. Like, how do they handle the quiet scene, or or how do how do they handle the the dialogue, like monologue moment? You know, it's not just splash. Also, yeah, you panel. can also it's not just splash. Use panel. it and use the colors to convey emotion. Or sometimes the lack of color, or lack of color, yeah, or shadows, or like position of how people are. Yeah, cinematography is more than just big. giant orange dust storm equal good cinematography. I mean, that but to is, be fair, that, that is, is a gorgeous shot. But, like, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's just I haven't seen that much where it just stands out. There's a like lot that. of like Apocalypse Now looks really sim, not similar, but like it looks really close like Blade Runner because it's got like a bunch of like similar shots of like long distance, more cold. In, in tone, like 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 that's very it's just, yeah. It's just interesting because it seems like our opinions have changed a lot over looking back on all the awards and stuff. Besides, I mean, a lot of it hasn't changed, but like like like, like how do you mean? Oh, like when we've gone through a, a bunch of these. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it seems like they have changed, like from people perspective. But like, I mean, the awards haven't. Like they seem to always go for the same stuff. Still, they. But, Literally, like, okay, okay. Saving Private Ryan, despite what you think of it now, was, like, kind of revolutionary in its cinematography of its handheld. Because no war movie did handheld. Because they were like, well, you gotta be able to fucking see everything. So they had it still, or, like, moving, but not shaky moving. But, like, here, the, like, what Hanus Kaminsky did was insane, bro. Like, how... Like, yeah, it moved, but it moved to different people or, like, different actions occurring, you know? Like, like they, they do 
appreciate good cinematography. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Or sometimes it's movies like Mank. <laughs> where, yeah, it's black and white, and it's generally good, but it's, like, off because it's digital cameras with just a filter on it, as opposed to, like, the natural lighting of Nomadland. Or, heaven forbid, actually fucking nominating Minari, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Anywho, let's keep going. We don't talk about Minari. <laughs> we don't talk about that. God, should have won Best Picture. Steven Yeun. Oh, Steven Yeun. <laughs> Alrighty, editing. Here we go. <clears throat> JFK wins. JFK. Kevin Costner kind of went off that year. Well, he didn't win editing. <laughs> yeah, but like he he was in JFK and Robin Hood movie, and that's yeah. it. But but you know. he might have been like, but yeah. But don't people? And this was a year after Dances with Wolves. Oh yeah. So he he had a poppin'. 90s. Don't, don't people, know. like, actually love the Robin Hood movie, though? They do. I, I, yeah, for great things. Yeah, but, like, this is the third Oliver Stone movie to win editing. Platoon won editing, I think. Uh, Born on the Fourth of July won editing. And then this wins editing. Damn, there's a lot of American movies. America! Well, he's a very anti-war... Like, he, he oh, was, like, ahead of his... Like, he did... Like, yeah, Platoon, Apocalypse Now, Full Metal Jacket. They all came around the same time of, like, anti-Vietnam War, specifically. So it's a war movie that came out that people watch to do research on war, like, in a history class. But in that class, they don't talk about how the war was bad. They talk about what happened in the war. Well, like, in general. Like, in general. like a lot of people miss... In, like, there's a movie called Jarhead... By Sam Mendes with Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, there's a scene where they are watching Apocalypse Now, and it's supposed to be like a, yeah, war movie, woo! So, like, even though that's not what the movie was intended for, its legacy can be misconstrued. Yeah, crazy, yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Anywho, Silence of the Lambs gets nominated for editing. I'm not the biggest editing guru. Like, I, 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 I'm not the biggest guy to talk to about, like, does this have good editing? But, like... It's hard. Like, really. especially if you're not an editor. Yeah. But, like, this got nominated everywhere. And when I did research, people did point out the editing. More so for, like what it would cut to between each thing instead of, like, the pacing. Because it is generally slow. But, like, it works for building tension and stuff. But it would cut from a close-up of her to a giant wide shot of, like, the course that she's on in training. So kind of like Scott Pilgrim, I guess? Different ways. But, like, it, it's supposed to, like, represent more through the editing as opposed to the cinematography. Okay. So, like, it's supposed to show, like, her loneliness on this group of being, like, the only woman and having to prove herself. And it shows that with her being alone on the course in just two shots. Oh, uses the editing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I get why it was nominated, right? Um, Terminator 2 is nominated for editing because action movie. And then Thelma and Louise is nominated. Uh, production design... Uh, you okay. haven't seen Terminator 2 yet? I've only seen the first one. Yeah. But there's something that I call the action movie package at 
the Oscars. Uh, I'll go through it right now. Not everything that it got, but basically, there is a series of movies that are known specifically for just what it was nominated for. So, like, for example, Die Hard got four Oscar nominations in sound categories, visual effects, and editing. Right? For the action movie package oh, at the Oscars cool. is sound, sometimes visual effects, but more often than not, just sound and editing. Top Gun, one song nominated for sound and editing. Matrix wins editing, wins sound, and visual effects. Wait, which song did... Top Gun win for because there's multiple. There is multiple. Only one of them was nominated. It was for. Let me scroll down here. That's it. Uh, it's not showing me because I'm on IMDb. That's different. But it was the one during the makeout scene. Ah, okay. I see <laughs> yeah. you now. Yeah. I see. You. Uh, that one is. Popular. Here we go. Here we go. Speed won two Oscars. Nominated in editing. Sound. Aliens got eight Oscar nominations. Aliens is also an anti-war movie. That's true. That was nominated for Best Lead Actress. Sigourney Weaver got I an Oscar nomination. Don't remember for that. that. Uh, but yeah, yeah well, we don't talk about that. Indiana Jones, along with being nominated for Best Picture, had the action movie package, as I call it. So like, there are enough movies that fit in that category of editing and sound, and s mostly just those two. And this is, like, similar here. But it got a little bit more because of the cinematography and visual effects. But we'll keep going. It's always it's always the same. Okay. Yeah. It's it's the, the action movie The action movie package. Yeah. That's what we're thinking Top Gun's going to get. Sound right. Yeah, well, yeah. And editing That's... and picture. <laughs> and also cinematography, Endgame... but that doesn't matter. <laughs> Why didn't Endgame get that? Oh, we'll talk about that later, bro. Anywho. Not now, obviously, but Bugsy wins production design. Bugsy. Bugsy. Sweet. Why do I feel like Bugsy is like a really stupid movie? I feel like that's a stupid movie. No, I feel like it's probably like either super racist or like super sexist. Uh, you know what? I wouldn't put it past it, to be perfectly honest with you. That's why I feel like it has low ratings on Letterboxd. <laughs> probably. Hook was nominated because obviously... Ooh, I feel like I'm the only person who likes that movie. <laughs> I love Hook, bro. Hook slaps. I don't know why people don't like it, dude. Good lord. What was not nominated in production design? The Addams Family, which got a BAFTA nomination. But, like, that makes sense because, like, The House and The Gothic World. And also yeah. Terminator 2 in production design. Probably because of, like, the, 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 the uh, explosion. <laughs> explosion. Or the, probably the one iconic scene where he gets fucking burned alive. Yeah, awesome. Oh, that's why I want makeup later, but we'll get to that. Uh, Bugsy wins costumes. This is where Hook gets another nomination and Adam's Family gets nominated. I guess. <laughs> I didn't know Adam's Family popped off. What the hell Keno. is going on? <laughs> it's like when you found out Narnia won yeah, got like I'm five like, Oscar nominations. I don't remember it being that good. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, so here we go. Makeup. Terminator 2 wins. And I was like, what fucking makeup? But then I think of like, oh yeah, you have the peeling skin with the metal stuff on it. Yeah. That's the makeup that it won for. I guess. <laughs> Hook gets nominated and There's then... A lot more if you saw the movie. Yeah, okay. And then Star Trek 6. Specifically yeah. Star Trek 6. <laughs> People like that one. Though. I know. 
the undiscovered country. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what the fuck that means. It must be about how people shouldn't. And also space whales. Space. <laughs> space whales. No, that that's is... the one with space whales, right? No, that was the. Was that the? Fi- I don't remember. It was that. No, I know. I don't even know what the <laughs> undiscovered country is about. I. I think the space whales one was the final one. It was called like the final, something. Frontier or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Visual the final effect. something. I don't All right, fucking so know this, this is like yeah. Ap- so this is where we just see a Terminator Two sweep, right? Visual effects, it wins because no way. Oh my god, it's crazy. Imagine it revolutionizing visual effects, bro. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ, <laughs> fluidity. Uh. Sound effects editing, or basically just sound editing, Terminator 2, and then Star Trek 6 gets nominated. And then they have a category just called Best Sound, but this is like the mixing category. Uh, yeah. uh, this is where Terminator 2 wins its fourth Oscar of six. Um, sound. sound. Um, and then Silence of the Lambs gets nominated, and as well as JFK and Beauty and the Beast. See, if this was editing, I'd be like, Silence of the Lambs, what the fuck? But it's mixing, which makes more sense. You, you'd ha- you'll see the movie in like two weeks when we review it in like two weeks. But... And the thing, right? What? We're watching the thing, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. same... Yeah. Eventually. Eventually. No, no, that's the same time, too. That is the same time? Yeah. Okay. okay. So, I'm done with that. What do you want to do first? Do you want... To go through like a bunch of reviews because I have like a fuckload of reviews, or should we go, like, into the Halloween thing? The like the the three launch points of Halloween. Well, we'll just you. Well, either one will just like, I, either one will lead to Halloween or like lead to one another. Um, okay. You know what? Okay, I'll go through the ones that I did quickly because I did three, yeah, okay. four, three. Yeah. Well, I watched more, but I'm saving them for later. So, okay. Bo- bros. Oh, I watched three movies, too. 2007? Halloween? Yeah, I watched three movies, too. So, I'll... Okay. Yeah, I'll so, okay, okay. Bros. Watch yeah. Bros. This was fucking hilarious. This is, like... Like, like... It's, uh, it's so cliche in its structure... But I don't think the rom com will ever change from its structure, like ever. I mean, it has its limitations. Yeah. Like, Bros is hysterical. Like, there were points where I was crying from how much I was laughing. All right. The the funniest thing about this like movie is just like how like self aware it is. How like no one's perfect, and like even like gay people. Some of them are kind of fucking stupid, which is, like, weird to say, but it's a gay man that wrote it, and he also starred as the lead in the movie. And it's, like, full of LGBTQ people. So, like, obviously, they're kind of able to poke fun at themselves. Like, lesbians are, like, an army, (laughs) basically. So, like, for some reason, there's, like, a fight that happens... And it's like, lesbians, get him! And, like, a bunch what? of lesbians just jump on this guy. And then, for some reason, when they're like, you're not worth it, lesbians, we're rolling out! And then they just, like, get up and leave. Like, it's so fucking stupid, but it's kind of funny. Like, like it's self-aware. And, like, it's it's very humorous. I think it's very funny. 
But I also <laughs> love the chemistry, bro. The chemistry between the two leads is so good. Like, sometimes it doesn't click at all. And you're just like, why? What, what are you doing here? But it, like, works really well. Isn't that the point of the movie, though? Because yeah. I thought I saw a description. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And but like it also had good serious moments. Like there's one that stands out the most, and it's right before like the second act breakup, basically, where the main character has like a three minute monologue about like how he's been treated like shit his his entire life, like being gay or whatever. And how, like, he had to spend his entire life trying to prove people wrong that he could, like, achieve what he wanted. And, like, that was a really great monologue. Like, like how it was delivered. Like, he's a great writer-actor, like, clearly. I give it an 8. I'm not describing it well, but I recommend it to everyone. I give it an 8. It's actually my number 5 for top of the year right now. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought the marketing was weird because I was seeing ads, like, a long time ago for this movie and it like just came out i thought it came out a while ago but i guess i was wrong oh uh, it came out like last week though yeah. so it's been a little bit uh amsterdam i just watched amsterdam the new david o russell movie i didn't have high hopes and then after i saw the 33 percent on rotten tomatoes i was like uh-oh uh-oh not gonna be good and it wasn't if they've seen that coming and it's not that i hate it there was, like, some decent performances. It was shot, like, pretty well. I like Daniel Pemberton's score. Daniel Pemberton. Or is it Thomas Pemberton? I think it's Daniel Pemberton. Uh, so, okay. It's a massive cast. Like, do you know who's in this movie? Outside of, like, Christian Bale. Because there's literally, oh, like, a billion fucking people in this Am- movie. A- Amsterdam? Yeah. Um, 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 Mar- Margot Robbie? All right, I- so the... the th- Three leads and Brad are Christian Pitt. Bale, Margot Robbie, and John David Washington. John David Washington. Are the three. Oh, Let okay. me go through the rest of this fucking cast for you. Robert De Niro, Anya Taylor-Joy, Rami Malek, Chris Rock, Zoe Saldana, Mike Myers, Michael Shannon, Timothy Oliphant, Taylor Swift. Uh, oh, we didn't even see half those people in the trailers. Ex- or like they show up for like a second, right? Like Chris Rock is in this movie for like two minutes. There's like... Like, Taylor Swift gets fucking murdered <laughs> like, in, like, like, ten minutes into the movie. Like, That's for cats. <laughs> for cats. <laughs> like, like I don't get, like, why they needed a giant celebrity ensemble. Like, half of the characters well, that, don't do anything. That's what usually brings people in is, oh, big ensemble cast gonna be winning awards, so let's watch... That, that's what I saw when <laughs> yeah. I watched the trailers. I'm not going to lie. But. So, for me, I rank the performances. Robert De Niro is, like, the top. No one's given him any credit. No. I think he's fucking slapped in this movie, bro. Uh, then I'd put Christian Bale. And then I would honestly say Michael Shannon was probably my number three. And then the rest sit in this miscellaneous. They weren't bad, but I wouldn't praise them at all. You know? Like, those were the three standouts for me. Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire, yeah. Uh, four out of ten. It was so fucking weird. What's it sitting on at Letterboxd? Oh, it's like a 2.7. Oh, okay. 
I don't know. All the trailers are like five stars. One of those. Yeah, oh yeah, because they, they, they scavenge the internet for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a random website. Just like, you praise our movie! But no, see, it's so weird because it, like, it starts off, it's a murder mystery. But then it cuts back to a flashback. And the and then it cuts forward, and then you meet Rami Malek, but you don't learn until later that he's actually a Nazi supporter. <laughs> and he's working with a secret society to basically have Robert De Niro's character, who is a general, to what basically create a coup to take over the United States government. Excuse me. <laughs> excuse in this me? movie? Yeah, in this movie. And I'm like, what the With fuck? Charlie Chaplin in. No, no, Charlie Chaplin's not in it. What do you think Wait. this was? This is not Babylon. This oh yeah, I'm thinking of ba- I was thinking of Babylon <laughs> the whole time. Okay, because it had Margot Rock. Yeah, okay. Babylon. I still don't think Babylon's going to be good. Dude, Babylon's going to slap. Don't say that. You have Babylon's to watch Whiplash, then you'll understand. Is- then you'll understand. Damn, I don't even think I saw a trailer for Amsterdam then. No. <laughs> Fuck. No, you right. didn't. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I was smoking crack then. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. So, like, the plot is so nonsensical. And then randomly they throw in a theme about, like, you have to live l- life, even the hardships. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Why is this in the movie? Like, they so blatantly tell you at least, like, four separate times that theme. And, like, they never actually, like, do any, like, action about it. They just say it. And, like, there's also, like, weird, like, family guy, like, sketches in it. What? Oh, yeah. We're like, oh, I could have done this. And, like, Margot Robbie murders someone, but then it cuts back and she didn't. Like, why the fuck would you include that? Like, I don't don't get it. (laughs) Funny family guy reference. Hey, Peter. Hey, Peter. The horse is here. What? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> anywho, anywho, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, okay. This so, is gonna be a big one. Okay. Okay. Why the fuck is this at a ninety on Metacritic? <laughs> what were they smoking? It's in an action adventure story open world game with RPG mechanics. That is literally half of the nineties on Metacritic. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. I give this a solid five and a half. <laughs> oh, you dropped it. <laughs> so, okay. The more I think about it, especially the more I'm playing the second one, I'm like, good fucking lord. The mission design. The worst fucking thing ever. You go to a place, you shoot a thing, you go back. You track some footprints, you shoot a thing, you go back. It's literally the Ubisoft thing. But again. Climb a tower? You... D- they they slight because the tower moves. Oh, it's, it's the giraffe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's the giant giraffe. I remember I went to a friend's and was playing it, and they climbed a giraffe in the area. Yeah. So it's slightly different, guys, because the tower. Moves. Don't you also have to take pictures of all the animals? No, you have to scan them. Oh, scan them. That's new. Yeah, it's scan. That's new. Yeah, well, they all you, that also highlights highlights the tracks, so you can like set traps and stuff. But I never once set a fucking trap. <laughs> so that was oh. not useful to me. Huh. 
So adding filler to make you think the game is deep, but it really isn't because yeah. you're never gonna use it. And the I showed you a photo of the map. The yeah. map is fucking disgusting. I mean, it is d- d- like disgustingly filled with a bunch of filler nonsense. Like literally, I had to like like siphon out, like like filter out what the fuck it looked like. Because it was genuinely so fucking off. Oh my like, god! Yeah, looking at mapgenie.com, like that is all those actual cancer. Icons. That is actual cancer. I don't know. Let's see if I'm hypocritical at all. <laughs> let's see if I'm hypocritical. Uh, I spelled it wrong, but let, let's see if I'm hypocritical at all. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't know if I'm hypocritical, but uh. Yeah. Yeah, this that's cancer. Cuz like half of it is like collectibles or like settlements or like like oh like 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 uh fuck like fire fires because basically you can fast travel through the different fire setups. So like I kept those up cuz I didn't want to spend 10 minutes walking across the but also, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I would probably let this pass if, like, there wasn't, like, 50 of every single thing. Also, they show you every single location yeah, for every too. single machine in the game, and that's really fucking gross. Because it fills up the map with nonsense. I'd rather, like, because it's either all of them or none of them are on the map. So it's like... I need to find a specific machine to get a certain thing. Well, time to turn on the disgusting map feature with literally a billion icons. Cool. Well, like, uh, it should be like, um, it should be like, uh, like you talk to like NPCs and they're like, oh, I saw a big group of sawtooths in the south. And then you like have to use the camera thing. The tracking. The tracking to like find their footprints and you like track them down. Like, oh, Imagine being a are. game. That's crazy. There they are. <laughs> Imagine spent, being a I, game. I that's crazy. Twenty minutes trying to find them. I, 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 maybe I'm stupid in map design. Maybe I'm stupid in how I want to play games. Like that's I get, I like it's easier. But like for me, I'd rather prefer if one animal was in one area. Because like, because yeah, yeah. like yeah, gators are in the swamp. Makes sense. The birds are in high altitude mountain areas makes sense and then sure maybe you've got like deer everywhere and that can be like littered across the map or in like the horse ones but, like specific things should be in specific areas not all of them everywhere <laughs> like and then if they map if they mark everything on your map as soon as you climb one of these fucking giraffe things that's what happens so like literally like, everything shows up is it it's disgusting. That makes me wonder, like, are these games catered to, like, they're, game reviewers to, like, get that review up faster so they can complete more activities easier? I feel like they are, because otherwise you have to constantly check your map to see if you're going the right way. And, like, for me, if you don't climb the tall necks or the giraffe ones, you have to look for everything yourself. And then you just stumble upon it. And, like, that's more rewarding and more game-like. But, like, in it's literally... Yeah, like, Ghost of Tsushima. Well, it's literally way easier to just spend five minutes climbing the giraffe and then fast-traveling to where you want to go to. Especially well, because 
the, the, the map design is so terrible that I never wanted to do any of the side quests that I skipped most of this shit anyways. Let me guess. So, like, I'm guessing, like, you have to follow the roads. You can't really go off-road at all. Like, you can. Like, there is... Unlike the second one, which actually allows vertical uh, travel, the first one barely does. Oh, so you're like... I had to, like, glitch my way up sometimes. It's so, like, where yeah. I probably wasn't supposed to climb, there was, like, a tiny little out dent. So I put my purse in there, and it just climb up a cliff that way. Like, I wasn't supposed to do it that way. I was probably supposed to go around on the road, but I'm like, fuck this. So I just cheese my way up. That, that was my problem with Dragon Age Inquisition, too, is you have to follow the roads, and then there's these, like, inclines. Like, I could climb that, but, like, <laughs> you're, like, stuck, and you're only walking straight, and it's like, I could... I could go. I could do that. <laughs> like, like I've made jumps way higher than ones in this. In like when I'm climbing a mountain, but because there isn't an icon to jump to it, I'm not allowed to. It's like, cool. Well, you, that's you have to cool. Have icons to jump. You can't just jump yourself. Well, like, like you can jump, but like, what what I mean is like, there it it has like the uncharted oh. thing where like there are ledges that you're supposed to climb on, but how I would often climb. Is like there would be like little dents that I would just hop up on, and it was like really awkward. But like, it was better to just go what the fuck. It was just better to go up that way than to go around everything, and it worked. I was able to do it like a lot, and there were somewhere like it was a slow like build, so like even at the top where like I probably shouldn't have been able to make it, I was just able to hop around. And Oh my god. So yeah, side quests and errands are what they're called, and the main story missions all feel the exact same. They are all go to a place, shoot a thing, scan a thing, track someone, shoot shit. Like, that's it. That's all it is. The sequel has so much more, but it also changes what each thing actually fucking is. So like, a side mission is a side mission. Right? It feels more like you gotta go here to save a person. Or there's like different people that you're supposed to help. Each side mission in this game was, Oh, my friend's in trouble. Can you save that? And then like you go and then you just want to die. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to keep out of a miserable experience. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, like the more I talk about it, the more I kind of fucking hate it. <laughs> then the, then their, their face expression is just... <laughs> Facial expressions, like, maybe it's not fair to say, but Forbidden West, the art direction and the facial animations are excellent. I didn't once question what they were saying. In this one, they barely sync. <laughs> Sometimes it looks like they're not even lip syncing. It looks like they're just doing this. This was a And then they're just like, like saying some random shit. And also, also, every time you have to talk to someone, it fucking like zooms in, and you can't move, and it's so just like weird because it just like locks you into a specific camera, oh. and you just have to click through the fucking cutscenes. But in the new one, it's more cinematic, even though you can still fucking skip through them, which is a nice touch. But, like, it actually doesn't fucking lock you into, like, you having to kneel down to talk to them, like... How you doing? How you doing? 
in the new one, you're oh jeez, oh my god, oh my god. In the new one, you're actually allowed to like move around. Like the characters are allowed to move around. The camera fucking backs off from the shitty zoom ins. Like it's the little things, but they they truly made the second one. And I'm not even done with the first act, but it's so infinitely better than this fucking game. <laughs> like, it's actually miserable. This one flew more under the radar than the first one did. I know! <laughs> which which sucks. Like, I would genuinely consider Forbidden West, just from what I've played, like a better contender for Game of the Year than this would be. But because of the competition these two years, it's not going to win. <laughs> This fucking one against Breath of the Wild. At some places. Not most places, but like very... A couple places were deranged and went with this pick. Let's talk about the yeah, main story. Want to talk about the main story? Let's talk about the main story. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. The reason I stopped playing immediately the first time around because of its pacing. You start off as a kid. You run around in a cave. Facial animations don't click. It's buggy as fuck. <laughs> the voice acting was generic and terrible. And I gave up. I literally just couldn't. For my sanity's sake, I couldn't do it. But then I was like, alright, the sequel kind of looks banging. So I'm going to try to do this one. So, get past the first ten story missions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the first, only the first ten? Yeah. Oh, the God. first ten of twenty. Alright, get, oh, get, okay. get to the first half. Alright, alright. And, right. and, and it's slightly better. Okay, okay. See, I keep thinking, oh, it's not a four, because the final fight was epic. Yeah, I hear that. The final fight, you get a giant cannon, and you shoot, like, 30 billion cannonballs at robots and blow up a bunch <laughs> of shit, and it's just Michael bay and it's awesome. And then the final fight, there's, like, a 30 robots, and you have to pray to God your allies actually attempt to help you. Otherwise, you're getting shot by the boss as well as the mini robots, and you're just praying to God you don't die. Because despite me being level 33, I could get one tapped instantly. <laughs> so, like, I was praying to God. You just wanted to get the fucking game over with. I know. What were you under? Like, 50 levels under the level requirement? No, I looked it up. 33 was the recommended level. Jesus. But I was getting one tap. <laughs> you were just using the standard armor because you didn't do any of the side quests. <laughs> That's like actually so true. <laughs> That's probably why. No, I upgraded it. Like, I had a purple no, or like I, a legendary bow. I upgraded it to level two. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? I think mowing? It's 10.30, for God's sake. Get a life. Anywho. I don't know if you can hear that, but that was actually kind of spooky. Anywho. Oh, oh yeah, those neighbors are always loud if I'm looking at the right direction. Yeah. They're fucking mowing at 10.30. Right. So someone was vacuuming. <laughs> someone was vacuuming. Like, what the fuck? Is that, a, is that Cthulhu? <laughs> <laughs> He just summoned you. Jesus Christ. Okay. Huh. What was I on about? 
Oh, so, okay, I did upgrade it. Like, I had a purple bow, which is, like, a legendary bow. Yeah. But your armor, though. My was... armor was green. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think green's good in video games. <laughs> no, no. Uh, no, no, wait, no, it was blue. But like That's still okay, <laughs> Yeah, no, like, they, they cut out the gold, so the highest is purple. Oh, that's new. Yeah, that's, that's, new. that's revolutionary. Game of the, game of the it's revolutionary. Uh, they have gray, green, green blue, blue, purple. Damn. <laughs> but, like, for me, you can't do, like, PvP. Or, like, apparently. Like, in this one, in the first one. Oh. Because, well, yeah. or what I mean by that is I'm not, like, actually PvP. But, like, you can't do, like, hand-to-hand combat. Oh. It is literally vastly superior to just sit back, dodge, and shoot your fucking bow. Oh. I that is infinitely easier than the new game, where you could do a mix of both. I thought you were going to go on a side tangent and talk about how the remake is apparently going to have multiplayer. Yeah, that's fucking dumb. <laughs> now, why would you do that? The entire point of the story is, oh, you're the chosen one! You oh. were an AI that was born of a fucking... You were, an, you were a robot. <laughs> you were a fucking robot that is a clone of someone 200 years ago. And your purpose is to kill an evil AI from destroying the world. But if it weren't for someone who had literally zero reason to know anything he does, you, would, you wouldn't have known and you would have died. Is this a joke? No, it's not a joke. <laughs> Like this entire game, the plot holes are insane. This actually—that like, sounds kind of fucking stupid. Yeah, like okay, the main the, the main side character in the second half is a guy named Silence, who is also in Destiny Two. He's uh the blue guy <laughs> the, with the, the with the white armor. <gasps> Commander Zavala, he's so yeah. funny. He's funny guy. Yeah, he's in this game. Guardian. I need you to come it's, in my pants. Commander Zavala. <laughs> I am Commander Zavala. I need you yeah, to well, come. Yeah, well, he's in this one. Oh, so I am like Commander he, Zavala. He, I am leader of the Vanguard. I command you to zip down your pants right now. Give me a BJ. <laughs> <laughs> give me a BJ, Guardian. <laughs> Anywho, Guardian. let's get back to this. Guardian. So, so he shows up, and he's like, Guardian. it's infinite wisdom. You should not kill His the voice AI. Is so good. You should not kill the AI. And I'm like, but like, AI. but 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 it's gonna murder everything. It's like literally. Oh my god. Okay. So okay. He's like, I want to know this knowledge, but he doesn't tell you why. He's just like, I want to know it. I'm like, okay. I guess I'm gonna help you. And then he's like, I can't believe that. You must go there. And then I go there and it's locked. He's like, oh yeah, I tried that. And like, what the fuck? How did you know? I thought you said you didn't fucking go here. It's fucking locked, by the way. <laughs> like what? What the fuck? No, but he's no, he's like I've been trying that for decades. Like how the fuck? You just I just learned this. How could you have known the whole time? Why would why? Kill the chosen one. Kill the chosen one. That's why. What a fucking yeah. joke. I this thought story is actually terrible. Narrative. Best narrative nominee, Horizon Zero Dawn. What I, a fucking I joke. Ass- I assumed that the game would be like, that the game was a woman empowerment story, because like she's told, like, I assumed it would be like Prey, you know? Like she's told she can't do that. 
but she well she she's told she it. can't but for like not because she's a woman she's told she can't do anything because she's a fucking clone she's a robot see that I feel like that's really stupid it is stupid like just really? don't be afraid okay, to you know what you know what you know what themes. the best first impression I've ever gotten from a game is this second one because or not ever obviously but like infinitely better than this first game because she actually isn't a fucking goody two-shoes snob she actually is sarcastic she has a fucking personality like the first game she's literally just whispering and like okay i guess i'm gonna go do this then or like when she's talking to the like silence is the commander zababa's character zababa's. <laughs> she's just like guardian She's just, to... she like slightly raises her voice, but she never emotes. She just fucking exists on like that, vid- like that plane of like video game acting. Or like you could tell she's trying, but it's not good, you know? <laughs> like, but like in this new one, the writing is so much better. And like instead of immediately just being like, you are a kid, you are going to find this thing, it is boring. You're going to spend 30 fucking minutes in a cave. <laughs> In God, this yeah. one, it's like, you have to drop a shuttle on giant robot snakes, and then you have to battle one of them. Like, that's so cool. That's so much cooler. That's way infinitely better to start off a game, right? And then plus, you're kind of a sarcastic asshole, <laughs> which is, like, great. Or, like, she has, like, the she has Marvel movie jokes. And, like, yeah, it's kind of dumb, but I vastly prefer anything over the first game. <laughs> She's literally... Just like anything better. <laughs> just anything. Thing. Here, like she, like she'll just say hi, like like li- dead ass saying hi, like but like the fact that I'm praising this is insane. Like that just shows the faults of the first game. But like the f- she just she'll say hi or she'll like say something sarcastic or she'll like throw out like banter or like she actually tries to like flirt. There's a fucking personality for once. Uh, I'm dropping into a four. <laughs> I'm dropping the first one to a four. <laughs> Damn. I'm dropping into a four. Fuck game this of game. the year. Game of the year. Let's see, let's see if anyone agrees with you. It's f- Probably some audience members that played it. Not audience members, but like gamers that played it. Bad. Bad. Reddit. Oh, here we go. Why, Zam, that's uh, sure the graphics are top notch. Uh, okay, I will say, technically, is... technically, the game looks stellar. It's got a banging score at points, and the sound design of the robots is insane. For me, the one that stood out the most was the chicken robot. <laughs> the chicken robot. But, like, that sounds stupid, but, like, th- there's a T Rex robot that just sounds like a metal T Rex. But in this one, it sounds like a human screaming for their life. But it's a chicken. But it's a chicken. And it's just, like, way more interesting. So, like, technically, it's good. But literally everything else. Literally everything. Or the gameplay. You know what? I haven't talked about that yet. It is a game. The story might suck ass. But how is the game of this gameplay? I had fun with it. I liked setting traps and leading people into giant chases and blowing shit up. The finale, gameplay-wise, was probably at its peak. 
But I will say, the new one, there's actually, like, reward for doing hand-to-hand -hand combat. There's actual, like, the first game, it was possible, but, like, you just, it was discouraged. But this new one, there's actual, like, rings you can fucking fight in to train and stuff. And you can learn different combos. It's like a fucking fighting game, but, like, it's third person, and you're allowed to, like, actually use it on the battlefield. So, because there's, like, block breakers, and there's, like... Hold on, are they still in the combat from Bully? What do you mean? Like, com button combos. Yeah, there are button combos. They're, they're still in the gameplay from Bully? <laughs> <laughs> I thought Bully was my only underrated NG gem. <laughs> Indie. That had third-person combos. But, like, it works here because, like, it actually allows you to, like... Because the AI is smart enough to know if you're repeating your patterns, it can block it and fucking beat the shit out of you. So you have to actually try to do different combos. And you can build up specials and fucking hit them and then shoot them with a bow and they explode. And, like, it's badass. And it actually allows you to do both. Like, I went from fighting three people at once to shooting a giant boar that shot fire at me. In the first game, I would get one-tapped by one guy because of just how broken the fucking system was. But here, it's way, way better to just be able to go ape shit on a crowd and just be able to, like, learn all these new combos and to be able to juggle everything more easily. I'm telling you, the second game is fucking <laughs> So far. So far, so far. And the story's good because it immediately throws you in. Did, I, I'm sorry, I'm just waiting for my opinion. Um, Did Donkey like this game or not? No. Okay, then my opinion is, is <laughs> <No>. settled now. <laughs> settled, settled down. I, I know what my opinion on for, for Horizon Forbidden West is. I, I don't think he hated it, but I don't think he liked it. Yeah, yeah. He tends so, to not like games that are... For me, like... Be, the, like I said, the second one throws you right in. There's a boss fight, like, right away. And, like, the story is told to you immediately. It's like, yeah, what you did, it didn't fucking work. Someone stole some shit. Now you have to figure it out. Go. And I'm like, oh, thank God I can just get to the game right away. But in the first one, you have to slowly age. You have to slowly train. You have to slowly do everything. And then you're let into the f open world to do shitty side missions. <laughs> to do shitty side missions. <laughs> what you were born to do. <laughs> the chosen one. Shitty Save my robo-chicken. It is dying. <laughs> it is dying. That's not you have to go to the highest mountain and fight 15 velociraptor dinosaurs. And robots. die immediately. And die <laughs> immediately. You will get the best bow in the game. That's not how that works. I will not give it to you now. I will not show it to you now. But See, I'm telling you. I will you, not give it to you, which would be useful to kill it. I will actually give it to you later as a reward. It is a very good bow. It has they been handed down by you generations. Have to, you have to craft your own or you have to go to traders. It means a lot to me. It means a lot. More than my robo-chickens. <laughs> robo That's why I'm giving it to you if you give me my robo-chickens. <laughs> Please, get my robo-chicken. Okay, you have to stop it. Finally gets robo-chicken. <laughs> ah, my robo-chicken has returned. Here's the bow. 
Oh, that's actually the Die Hard. Opens in Atari. Bo is three times worse than Bo that has now. Literally, the new game is so funny, though, because there was something that I played this morning. It was a side mission, right? But I actually fucking love doing the side missions in this game because there's actual style, but whatever. <laughs> so in this side, it was actually an errand, basically. There was a woman stuck on a mountain, and I had to go save her. And there was a guard from the town closest to me who was, like, trying to pick up a bunch of dead bodies that were with her. And she's like, are you not, are you seriously not going to help? And he's like, you seriously are? And then, you like, you go up and save him. And then, like, you can talk to him. You can completely skip this part. But you can walk back. And talk to him. And he's like, is she okay? And she's in the main character's like, you actually cared? And she, he's just like, uh, no, just making small talk. And then just cuts. And I thought it was so funny. But like, you could have completely missed it. But like, I think that they actually tried with the side missions. And they have a good writer this time. <laughs> I'm sure that was probably one of the criticized aspects of the first game so that's where why they fixed it and this was they they haven't they haven't made that much they, these guys made guerrilla games right they made yeah. they just made first person shooters <laughs> completely different than so i third i person. guess if you think of it as like their first time doing whatever the fuck horizon tried to be it's like, okay, maybe I could give them a pass, but it's also a 4 out of 10. But this new game, here's where they spent the five years nearly perfecting it. So if they do a trilogy, will they perfect it? Oh, fuck, I think they might. I think they might. Yeah. Anywho, this was supposed to be about the first one, but the second one took over my mind, because I like talking about good things. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, look, see, this guy on Reddit, uh, he has the best. It. Uh, uh, so he says... The gameplay and story are painfully mediocre. That's why people stop talking about it a few months after release. While a game like The Witcherino 3 still gets talked about today. Always gotta put The Witcherino 3 in Witcherino. there. Witcherino! Let's go! Anywho. Well, are you done with your reviews? I, well, there's two that we're gonna do together. But yeah. In I, terms of solo ones. I, mean. I have two for solo ones. I'm gonna skip over the... I'm going to do the one I watched first, the last. But anyways, there's this movie. They're both Ryan Gosling movies from my Ryan Gosling-a-thon. Have you ever heard of the United States of Leland? Uh, I went looking through your watch list <laughs> once and I saw it on there. But I actually have zero clue what the fuck this it's about. This movie has Don Cheadle. <laughs> Hell yeah. Don Cheadle. And Kevin Spacey. But it's about Wait, what? Oh, yeah. fuck! It's about Ryan Gosling, who plays an autistic kid, who um, falls in love with another autistic kid. They're they're like really on the lower end on the spectrum. They're not really like what's eating Gilbert Grape kind, but um, they're uh, and um, fuck. He 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 uh he uh he uh. Anyways, the girl cheats on him. The girl, the girl, wow. the girl cheats on. The girl cheats on. No, 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 they don't. They don't. What's yeah, going the girl. On? <laughs> yeah, the girl. The girl cheats on him. 
for a druggie, and he gets mad. But, you know, they, they used to take this other, the, a kid who was more special needs, on, on walks back or bike rides and stuff. And it's supposed to be this dark and, and, and nihilistic movie. And, 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 um, he, uh, he, uh, wants to free the, uh, kid because he thinks, like, he's trying to send a message that he's stuck in this body, but he wants to die. Oh! <laughs> but he can't say anything, so he fucking kills him. What, he goes to jail? And it's about Don Cheadle who wants to exploit his story to make money. Don Cheadle. <laughs> Uh, nothing really happens in the movie because the structure is really fucked. It jumps around to the the special needs kid's parents and his siblings, and then the drug lady, and then his girlfriend, and then the mom and Kevin Spacey back to Don Cheadle. Then we finally see Ryan Gosling as a psychopath. Nice, <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Is he the good guy? No, he's the dad who. Was never there for his kid. Oh, yeah. Um, Every archetype. Um, Every movie should have that archetype. Very, very boring, and painfully structured movie that made me want to die. Ten out of ten. <laughs> ten out of ten. Although, right up my alley. I don't really. Oh yeah, and Ryan Gosling gets stabbed by the uh, special needs kid's brother at the end. No way. Nothing happens in the movie at all. <laughs> so like a four. Like a four. Aww, and then cool. we get to murder by numbers. Oh, I, oh boy. This is the. This is this the one with Anthony Hopkins, or is that fractured? That's fractured. Okay, but this one is still loaded though. Sandra Bullock, Ben Chaplin, Ryan Gosling. Who the fuck is Ben Chaplin? He was in like. The Thin Red Line, and that's it. Wow. Well, I hear the Thin Red Line is good. So good for him. Michael Pitt. Ooh. Ooh. Um, you should get to the He plot. has his own fan base, but um, <laughs> the plot. Uh, look up, looks up Wikipedia articles. So <laughs> this Pit guy, whatever his first name is, Mike, he plays a psychopath, and Ryan Gosling plays a rich white boy, and they team. Or yeah, Pit plays a psychopath, smart genius guy, and Ryan Gosling plays a psychopath, rich kid, and they both team up to murder people. Because they want to prove that they're smarter than everyone. Okay. Sandra Bullock plays a detective. We know your feelings about Sandra Bullock. So <laughs> I how? fucking hate Sandra Bullock. I hate her in this fucking movie too. I, I literally. Okay. Having so her, for, <laughs> after they they find the body in the forest of the first victim, right? Mm-hmm. Of the first victim mm-hmm. and her new partner. They go to the house that she stays in, which is like a boathouse, which is kind of cool, right? But they immediately fucking have sex. And I'm like, (laughs) what the fuck? (laughs) Like, she starts fucking groping him and shit. And he's like, no, back off. And I'm like, what? And then he eventually gives in. And I'm like, what the fuck kind of erotic shit is this? Like Wait, I was watching rape. it at it's fucking o- rape. I was watching it at nine o'clock in the morning and I as I was just building Optimus Prime Lego and I'm like what what the fuck? Holy shit. What? I I actually verbally screamed, I'm like, 
what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I just wanted to watch Ryan Gosling, and I'm watching Sandra Bullock sexually harass and sexually assault a man. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? And that she has, like, visions of her past or something sometimes, what? where, like, she was, like, almost murdered by her ex-husband, and it's about, like, standing up for yourself. But... Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. It's not the only time, too. Because she gets in an argument with them, too. Because he's like, we found the person. And she's like, no, we didn't. We didn't find the person. It's two people. It's these two guys. And of course she's right, right? And then she's like, starts groping him. Like, what the fuck? Like, like stop arguing. I'll make it up to you. And it's like, <laughs> what? Like, this movie the is fuck? half erotica, half psychological thriller bullshit. I just want to see Ryan Gosling. I don't want to see Sandra Bullock fucking grope some guy who I don't care about. Oh my god. But she's good in Miss Cajunial. (laughs) Oh, I didn't even mention the serial killer part where they, like, actually, like, romanticize them. And it's like, they try and justify them killing the, at least the psycho pit kid. Ryan Gosling is just a Like the Dahmer show? Yeah. Except... Cool. <laughs> Except it's not the people who romanticize it; it's the movie itself. Okay. Who, okay. He's a good guy. Don't worry, guys. Guys, guys. But it's revealed he's actually the one who killed the people. Not Ryan Gosling. Not Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, good guy. Ryan Gosling Real was just human. <laughs> he was just manipulating him into doing it so he could get away with it. Ooh. So he's kind of the genius and pits the. He's the mega mind. Yeah. Oh my god, and Ryan Gosling, oh my god. Is he actually terrible? I feel like you're about to tell me he's actually garbage in this movie. Ryan Gosling? He's funny. Because he, like, he too is, like, always, like, flirting with women that are, like, 50 times his age. (laughs) And at the end, they're on a balcony, and he has Sandra Bullock pinned, and of course it's, like, by the ocean or whatever, and, like, you know, the balcony is, like, breaking off, you know, like... Ooh, climactic. And the CGI is, like, levels of, like, Disney Channel shit, right? Nice. And then it's, like, and then he's, like, you're so hot. And then he licks her. And I'm, like, hot. <laughs> what <laughs> the guess. fuck did I just watch? <laughs> Kino. And you then he Kino. falls into the river and dies. Or what the ocean. the fuck? <laughs> because... Excuse the balcony me? falls, but Sandra Bullock survives by hanging on. What? And then the pit kid is like, I'll save you. But it's like, oh no, he has a he has a table leg and he's gonna like jab her in the face and she's gonna fall. It's like, oh no. Oh what? He saves her. He's actually a good guy. And then she's like, No kid, this is America. You can't get away with anything. And then he goes to jail. I guess the fucking death penalty. Well, because he murdered people. What do you think? And then Ryan Gosling just dies. And Ryan Gosling dies. And then she's like, it's all a good day's work. And then immediately grows 50 more men. Nice. This movie is fucking... <laughs> 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. <laughs> 12 out of 10. <laughs> I love seeing Sandra Bullock sexually assault men. <laughs> Oh, 15 out of <laughs> You know what? You know what? Just just because it has Sandra Bullock in it, 17 out of 10. <laughs> just... <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Okay. Kino? Yeah. Kino. All right. So, oh, let's... Yeah. Let's... The reviews... 
that we were going to do together. Uh, the new Marvel project came out, Werewolf by Night. <coughs> Alright. <laughs> nice liked, pause there. I liked Man-Thing. I liked Ted. <laughs> they never call it Man-Thing. They call mm -hmm. it Ted. I like how the uh, final act actually had interesting action and some interesting shots. Michael Giacchino can direct. <laughs> Especially when it was at the hallway, I know. Another good hallway scene. Oh my god. And then there's blood on the camera oh. and you can just see him moving around in the dark. But you don't really see much. You see him slitting throats. Yeah. You see him biting people. That's kind of epic. I liked the shot where like the knife went through the guy's fucking bottom of his jaw out of his mouth. Like That was graphic as shit. But I kind of love that Marvel's like, you know what? We don't let our directors do anything. But we're going to let you do it. <laughs> we're going to let you, you do it. It's true. Seven. I literally have not much to say. It's just seven. I, I, thought... I gave it an eight. I, I was actually very... I, I enjoyed it a lot. So. For Mostly because Ted. It, Ted is slapped, bro. He's not a monster. Yeah. He's a he's good Ted. guy. He's <laughs> <a> Ted. Disintegrates <laughs> people. He's a Ted. <laughs> I, I was really concerned that Elsa Bloodstone was going to be like a generic female, like, woman warrior thing. And it's not like it's a bad thing, but there's been a lot of them in Marvel recently. But she actually had, like, a personality, and it seemed like she was getting kind of flirty with Gael Garcia Bernal. So that's kind of cool. Like, how she didn't want to murder the monsters... She just wanted the stone. She's probably going to show up in Blade. That's what this is all set up for, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Literally, I don't know. They probably haven't even wrote the script yet, to be honest. Literally every time something else, something comes out for Marvel, it's like, oh, that's probably set up for this thing. And then, and then that's set up for that. Yeah. Shit, Secret Wars is probably set up for a third Avengers that we don't fucking know about. Probably Avengers Infinity. Infinite, you mean? Thanos return! Thanos return! Thanos 2, Thanos return! Thanos 2. Thanos 2. <laughs> Thanos strikes back. <laughs> oh my god, it's got like the, 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 the original strikes back poster and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Avengers so 4, Avengers 6, 7. seven. No, 6. Eight, 12, seven. <laughs> Thanos strikes back. I'm so not ready for this saga. I've what watched, saga? Like... <laughs> They're like, guys, guys, watch Agatha! Watch Agatha! And I'm like, no. <laughs> I watch She-Hulk. I might watch the Daredevil episode. <laughs> that's that's it. That. He may, he's apparently pretty funny. I've heard that. He bangs She-Hulk and leaves. <laughs> Damn. Kind of base for that. Oh, there is a fucking meme that I gotta show you. But yeah, you keep, keep going with the werewolf bite. Based Daredevil. Based Daredevil? Why isn't Daredevil the dark and gritty guy who is brooding? He's supposed to be Batman. No. He's supposed to be red-haired, but they made him brown-haired. So it's an image of uh, Patrick Bateman from American Psycho, 
in the scene where he's like glancing at himself in the mirror. Oh yeah. And it's Daredevil hearing and ignoring the street crimes happening a few blocks away because he got premium green pussy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's true though. Oh my god. And then they have the audacity <laughs> the audacity to make that photo. Bro literally came to town, won a case, whooped ass, fuck a Hulk, and left. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> like hell yeah. Guys, gamer. <laughs> oh my god, bro. Anywho. Time! Marvel magically summoning one million Daredevil fans after one episode of She-Hulk. <laughs> I was a fan of him the whole time. <laughs> I read one, one comic run. I won Born Again. Because I only read... The popular stuff. <laughs> That's true. I do only read the popular stuff. Anywho. I'm anywho. not going to read 500 issues to understand Death of Superman. Alright, here we go. Here we go. Last thing for now, for today. We'll see what happens. So, this idea is basically the Halloween movie launch points. So, the 1978 movie that launched the original series of films. The 2007 movie that launched the Rob Zombie duology. And the 2018 uh, David Gordon Green trilogy. It's the launching that saga. So, it's the, it's the Halloween ones. It's the three Halloween ones, basically. Yeah. Um, so, do you want to start with, like, worst to best? Do you want to do release order? What do you think we should do here? Might as well just do a release order. Okay. Halloween fucking slaps. <laughs> the original's so good, bro. Like, there's actually not a single flaw in the story. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, I was thinking that on my way driving here, because I knew we were going to talk about this, right? And I'm like, dude, I can't fucking think of a single flaw with the original Halloween. There's no flaw. There's actually not a single flaw like, in the story. Like, it's so tight in its writing. And, like, Laurie Strode, such a good final girl. The original. The original. Like, there there was Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which I did watch, by the way. Uh, we'll talk about that next week. Because I know we were going to try and do it this week. But I think it's better to do it next week. But, um... What was that name about? Oh, yeah. Uh, Michael Myers is a great fucking... Unlike the other yeah. ones where he's, yeah. like, a fucking cult god or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, they explained it as how there's a thorn god. The god's called, like, Thorn or something. And they have to sacrifice a child every generation to possess the spirit of Thorn to keep the world safe from him, even though he goes around and fucking kills people as an immortal. It doesn't make any sense, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> good. This is good, good story. See, I love that they don't explain how he's able to do anything. He's just the embodiment of death. Yeah. And literally every time, like, like when Laurie Strode is in the car with her friend, it's playing Don't Fear the Reaper as he's in a fucking car behind them just stalking like, him. Those, those subtle things, like how he always, like, just blends in with the background and you'll just see him back there. 
I think is a lot more terrifying because like that's how someone like like an actual serial killer would be like you won't be able to tell. Yeah, it's not like a jump scare hell. Like yeah. it's not like jump scare, jump scare, murder like the fucking new ones. We'll get to the new ones. Oh my god. Anywho, yeah, the the, the new the old movie is perfect. Like it's shot so well. Like for a budget that low, they were able to do a lot, and the score is so fucking good. John Carpenter is a madman, bro. Good lord. I do like what he does with the remixes with like the electric guitar and stuff in the new one, but yeah. I think the classic is still like the best one, I think. It's just so iconic. <laughs> like there's literally no flaws. I don't know what to tell you. It's the perfect horror movie, kind of. I still think The Shining is a a favorite of mine, but it's like the perfect horror movie, it's probably this one. Like the perfect slasher, I should say. It's this one. I, I, I agree. Well, yeah. when when uh, this was my first slasher, I think. I mean, unless you count scary movie as a fucking slasher. <laughs> but um, I literally expected this to be a very shitty movie because that's what I expect most horror movies to be. Mm-hmm. But I I knew my dad loved it, so he kind of forced me to watch it, and I was actually extremely shocked, like absolutely mind blown when I finished it. I was like. That's one of the best fucking movies I've ever seen. Like, I I had heard good things, especially from you, but I'm like, it can't be that good. Like, it, like I, yeah. it doesn't look that great from what I had seen of it, but I'm like, okay, but bro, like, this fucking slaps, dude. I'm wrong with it. This slaps. And it gets, I think it gets better the more you watch it, because you notice the smaller things that, like, the lawn takes are insane in this, bro. Good. Like, like the, the scene with the friend going into the shed, and, like, you just see Michael peer in the window. Like, there's no music cue. You're like, oh, shit. No music cue. There's, yeah, it's another like, oh, thing shit. that a lot of modern movies do. But, yeah. Like, sometimes there is. He's got the... the yeah. But, like, sometimes he just goes by, and you're like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, you get so tense, because, like, oh, fuck me. Oh, you're so gonna die. That's one thing. Like, he just blends in. Like, I don't, I didn't notice it as much the first time, but when I watched it for the second time, you know, you could point out. Right there, you were there, dude. Because you're actually looking for him the second time. You're just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, he's right there, he's right there. (laughs) He's right there, he's right there. (laughs) Like, I think it's the perfect slasher movie, to be perfectly like, I don't have much to say. It's just, like, it's a 10 out of 10 banger. It's, And especially if you watch Friday the 13th right after. It's... I didn't... I saw <laughs> Friday the 13th before. Like, I didn't think it was good. But, like, I saw it before this one. So, yeah. What, would you give it a 10? Would you give it yeah. a 9? Yeah, I would give it a 10. Absolute banger! Now, let's go to uh, the Rob Zombie. <laughs> the Rob Zombie. So, I... Don't remember a lot about it. I saw it on TV, so it's probably the censored version. I don't know if you saw like the director's cut or which. I watched it you on saw. YouTube, so um, it wasn't censored. <laughs> okay, <laughs> on YouTube. Okay. okay. <laughs> so there was actually like no joke. There was like actual like tits and stuff. Yeah, like, I know. Like in the, like, you gotta tone it down on the cable version. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I think the the idea of like what made Michael Myers Michael Myers
in theory is interesting. But <laughs> it destroys but, the entire purpose of the original film. Kind of, yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't like when they just remake it, but it's the exact same movie. Like, I do like that they tried something different. Like, even if it's not delivered well, because it's Rob Zombie and he's, like, weird. Like, he's just, like, extreme and everything. Like, in the director's cut, there's a fucking rape scene. Oh, damn. So, like, yeah, just letting you know, this guy is kind of weird. And then he made a Munstars movie. (laughs) Made the Munstars. I did. I forgot that came out. Yeah, Yeah. I did, too. Uh, I heard it was, like, a 2 out of 10. Oh, that's interesting. (laughs) Yeah, crazy. I have seen two of his movies. I saw House of a Thousand Corpses and this one, and they're both not good. It's it's like it's like Robert Rodriguez, how they're like, oh, but he's so good, and then I'm like, yeah, this, the shit I've seen from him is not. It's exactly like Robert. Rodriguez. <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is shit. What do you mean this was good? This, this I I already knew going like when I was doing my Halloween marathon like last two years ago. I don't remember. It's been a long time. It was I years. already remember that people were like, oh, the Rob Zombie movies are underrated. And yeah, I watched this one. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm this not... is another Halloween movie, that's for sure. Yeah, like, I... all I remember from the ending is like, it becomes just a basic, like, generic modern slasher movie at yeah. the end. So, like, it just is like. That's literally why I skipped the last to the last 10 minutes. Like, when they got to Haddonfield, and then they started doing the... And then they made Lori, like, into an absolute bitch, and I'm like, <laughs> why? <laughs> why? She's, like, all... Oh, fuck, she's just generic white girl. Like, it's not... It's like... It's like he's an old boomer who, like, wrote... Who, like, watched other movies on how white girls are written, and then just wrote it down for the movie. Yeah, you know? he's an awful Like, writer. young teen... Like, he's, like... His assumption of what young teenagers are. This is why he should stick to music. <laughs> like, I can't believe this guy has made a dozen movies. That's actually fucking shocking. Speak, speaking of music, the the main theme has, I think I only counted, yet again I skipped 20 minutes, only showed up twice throughout this entire movie. I don't think that, they that needed to play it a lot. Well, that, that itself is a disgrace, I'm sorry. Like, is uh, it like, I forgot, is it just the original? I, I think it has more it of an game? electronic riff, because, you know, Rob Zombie yeah. and, you know, Rock, I guess. Yeah. I see him more as, like, a grunge okay. kind of person. Because, yeah. I mean, like, White Zombie, you just listen to that, and then... Uh, uh, I guess I could see him, like... I don't know why he picked Halloween. Of all... Because I did... Like, he would have fit maybe way better with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Kind of. Well, that because well, that's way more focused on like the gore and less on the characters and like the you know subtleties. Well, it's the same reason why he did the monsters is because he's more of into the the, the, the monster aspect, I guess. Because like that was another problem I had with even just Michael as a kid. He seemed a lot more like Jason than Michael Myers. Because, like, instead of the kid being, like, evil for the sake of being evil, he actually has reason. But also the way he kills, I know I'm going to sound like a fucking psychopath, but uh, Michael in this movie, he's more brutish in how he attacks people and actually drags out their deaths and, like, isn't stealthy at all. He just fucking 
Well, because that's in. why the doctor is like he is the embodiment of evil. Because like he is, like there's no yeah. saving him. Yeah. Two out of three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two out of three. And then, yeah, and you know, Jason, he just jumps in and fucking rips someone's head off. Like complete two completely different characters. You should never compare them or even bring them close to each other. And stop, <laughs> stop trying to make them the same character because they're not. That's exactly why Halloween died and that's why Friday the 13th died. 20, 20. Yeah, then they... The, I remember the ending. She like pushes him out of the window and then shoots him in the head and he screams. And I'm like, what? Does he actually die? Or does he do, does no, he do the disappearing? She, does he do the disappearing act? No. What? She. I forgot about that part. So he pushes her out of the window and he goes after her or something. And then, no, she pushes him up. I don't know, whatever. Somehow he gets knocked out on the ground outside of the window. And then she shoots him in the head. Blood splatters on her face. And then she screams. And then I'm like, what? Is there a sequel? <laughs> Is he invincible in this movie, too? So Are they going to explain that? The sequel, I hear, is actually somehow worse. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm, I'm not either, to be fair. I, I, I'm not going to watch that sequel. I think the sequel is in a psych ward the entire time. I thought he got out at some point. Because I know he is like... <laughs> Jesus. He has like... Fuck, what am I trying to think of? There's a point where he's outside and he's like seeing his mother as like a fucking angel or some shit. Oh, riding a, a fucking movie. unicorn. Yeah. Oh my god. And people think it's deep. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. You yeah. mean the peak? Yeah, the peak. You mean the peak. Fuck. Anywho, I don't like it This is what I remember. Believe it or not, this is not the worst Halloween movie. Is it H2O2? Or is it... Fuck yeah, it's H2O2 and it's a fucking rapper. <laughs> alright, alright. 2018 one. I don't like it. And I think it gets worse with the, the Halloween kills. Uh, so I guess talking about Halloween kill, I mean, no, no, no we yeah. gotta wait till Halloween yeah. kills for next week. Twenty eighteen. Um, I remember being so fucking bored. I was like, I watched it on my phone, so I couldn't check my phone, but I was desperate to watch anything else. Because I was bored out of my mind. I saw every twist coming. I literally was never scared once. People were like, oh my god! And there was like jump scares and there was like music cue. And I'm just sitting here like, just dead. Like I didn't fucking care. And it just feels like pure fan service too. It, yeah, like, Which the is... idea of like, Laurie Strode is so traumatized by that event that like, her entire family thinks she's crazy. And then they all, like, she gets proven right, and they finally get to grow a blonde. Like, in theory, that's cool. Laurie's trauma, Laurie strode with family. But it's done so poorly. Like, Jamie Lee Curtis tries, but the script is ass. Like, the, yeah. <laughs> like the jock bro who, like, cheats and then gets fucking murdered. Like, I don't... No, wait, he dies in the second one. Yeah, never, he mind. Dies in the second. never mind, never mind. Right at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so I think, so I think, it, I think it's a cool concept too, that 
um, she thinks he's coming back. But I think what made it would have made it even cooler is if he wasn't looking for her, and he just goes to Haddonfield to kill people again. Oh, instead yeah. of okay. just get rid of the motive again, like the original did. So, for but me, I don't know. like I, they, 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 they. Think I'm glad they got rid of the their siblings or whatever. That, I'm glad they got rid of that plot. I don't understand anyone who defends that. Literally, that tanked the sequel for me because that made zero fucking sense. Like, I watched it. I had to pause it, and I'm like. Wait, what the fuck just happened? So I like rewinded and I saw it a second time. And like I still don't fucking get it. <laughs> like, what only, do you mean? Not only that, but it's so disrespectful to the original. It's like, fuck you. I can't. I can't deal with shitty movies. <laughs> I can't. Like, fuck me. I, I, I think I have Halloween two as one of the worst ones because I, Halloween two sucks. Like I've seen those two. Rob Zombie reboot, and then the new two. So I've seen five. I've seen five. I haven't seen the 12. Is it 12 or is it 13? I think it's 13. And the new one's 14. Okay, yeah. No, I, I've only seen a small batch of them. But I will say I don't love this movie. Like, I think I have it at, like, a 3 out of 10 because of just how mediocre and boring it is. Yeah, there's, there's gonna be... Do you have it at 4? Oh, my God. What? Jeebus. Well, I mean... Jesus. After... after the, I mean, on my list for ranked, I mean, after Halloween 1, I mean, like, these reviews do not get any better. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> Um, <laughs> there's oh, really no other wait, way oh, to rank I it. do have it out of three, right? Oh, I swear I've got it out of three. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> like, they, they, they don't get any any better. Oh, damn, that's pretty high. Oh, we're going to get to Halloween Kills next week. Let me just say, what a fucking awful movie. Actually I, terrible. Like, I was, if it wasn't for Home Sweet Home Alone, that would have been the lowest rated for me last year because of just how fucking garbage it was like like literally every aspect we'll get to that next week i gotta stop myself because i'll go on the rant next time (laughs) yeah new one i liked how it's shot to be fair i like the lawn take especially when like he first shows up and he goes to like the back of the house and like you, it, it, it pulls away from him, and you see this woman in the kitchen, oh, and yeah, she gets the, fucking slaughtered. The first lady he kills is the black lady. Yeah. <laughs> Racism. Wait, no, that's the last one. No. Second second one? Yeah, that was Halloween Kills, yeah. No, I'm talking about this one. Oh, oh the new one? The, the, no, not, not the new one, the 18, 2018. Oh, that one, yeah, I don't she remember. She murders that. a blonde woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she does. He does. Literally? He does, yeah. They made it, like, I love the score. The one thing I can praise about these two movies is John Carpenter kicked ass. Yeah, because he came in back. In the composition he department. Back. He came back with a... <laughs> and like, oh my god, electric guitar, injected in my veins. Like, literally the one thing I say is good about the Halloween Kills is the score. The one thing. It's still out of one, but 
We'll get to that later. <laughs> and the forced Jamie Lee Curtis romance with the cop. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Anywho, I give Halloween 2018 a 3 out of 10 because I'm just it... excited to see. Oh yeah. Because what? Uh, I, I give it a. Did I give it a 5? I gave it a 5. I'm not ready. <laughs> It's it's okay. <laughs> it's not good. Like uh, I wish it was better because David Gordon Green actually tried in this one. I'm like the sequel. Oh my fucking anywho. I just can't wait for Halloween ends to be like to end the, it. Maybe to end it with quotation marks to be <laughs> maybe the worst. Halloween. Oh my. <laughs> uh, don't say that. Because it takes place during COVID and they're gonna force that into the story somehow. And they're gonna introduce a fucking cult somehow. If they try to f- explain, if I, I, you know what sucks? They couldn't get Paul Rudd back. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the one thing. They couldn't suck. get Paul Rudd back. That that like, he played he played the dude in Halloween Kills who was like, we should stand up and fight Michael. Fucking kill that, that's who Paul Rudd. That's who Paul Rudd played in the Paul Curse Rudd. of Michael Myers. <laughs> Paul Rudd. Except he was creepy. He's like, you're Paul Laurie Rudd. Stri- you're Laurie Strode's daughter. Granddaughter? It's granddaughter. Because they they time jumped that much? Four four and five was about her daughter, and then the sixth one was about her granddaughter, because I don't fucking know. They had issues with something. They didn't know how to make a good story. (laughs) They didn't know how to make a good story. (laughs) Crazy. Anywho, you gave it a five. Yeah. I can't wait for Halloween to end. My favorite. I, I'll make a promise, and this is recorded too. If they try and explain Michael Myers and his shenanigans, <laughs> I will consider this the worst fucking Halloween movie. That is not a joke. Even if they, if even if it has some good elements in it, yep. you'll still say it's the worst yep. one? Yeah, I mean, okay, it won't be as bad as The Curse of Michael Myers, but... It'll, It'll be, be down pretty there. bad. It'll be down there. It'll be down there. For me, I I can't seriously figure out how it could be worse than Halloween Kills. But knowing David Gordon Green, I think he can find a way to fuck it up. <laughs> knowing that it's a Halloween movie, I know someone will find a way to fuck it up. I don't know who. I don't. David know Gordon Green made why. Pineapple Express, <laughs> and then he makes this. <laughs> I can't. I'm being. But I can't, in good conscience, say, ah, yes, good director, you made Halloween and Pineapple Express. <laughs> but you know what? Pineapple Express is a better movie, so I don't know what to tell you. I can't wait for Halloween to end. And then he's doing the exact same thing that he did with Halloween with Exorcist. Yeah, but, like, didn't the Exorcist, like, Oscar... It won two Oscars and it was nominated for like ten, including Best Picture and Which Director. Still a huge feat. And aren't like the Exorcist movies like actually cursed? Oh, like behind the scenes, yeah, yeah. Like even the third one is like iconic enough in its own right. Like there aren't a lot of Exorcist movies, but they all I hear are decent. But he's gonna make the worst one. Let's <laughs> go, baby. Anywho, I can't wait for Friday the 13th to return to be shit again. LeBron James? LeBron James. Remember when he was going to make one? Is he still making it? 
I think he's still making it. I just I think LeBron James is still making Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> LeBron, just bring back the dude who played Michael, uh, who played Jason. Uh, sorry. Oh my gosh. I'm You're saying Michael. Michael's more iconic. Like Michael. I just hope they bring back the same dude who played him in the shitty eighth remake. Oh, the remake. Yeah. Well, I thought people loved the guy who was in it for seven, eight, nine, and ten. He's like the most popular one. Seven, eight, nine, and ten. Yeah, oh, you mean guy. the worst movie? Yeah, the worst movies. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I loved the Jason in Jason Takes Well, they, they like the actor. And it, like, oh, you're talking about the actor. Well, I, I just prefer the, the Jason from the remake because he's like a, a guy who like lives in the woods and he like See, blends in with the woods and like sets traps. I like, like a guy who lives in the woods. I like that he throws at I feel that's like that's something more slasher people should do. Yeah. Instead of just chase him, fucking throw. Or, yeah, yeah, like he set traps and then, like, bear trap, haha, time to murder you. Or, like, he set up a sleeping bag trap where they roast over a fire. Like, holy to, fucking to lure in shit. another survivor. To throw an axe <laughs> in their back. To try and lure people to save him. And then when they don't, he fucking murders them. Like, Jason in the reboot's a badass dude holy shit like i give him i give the movie credit for having a creative jason yeah even if it's probably a shitty movie i mean all of them are shit but whatever that's a whole (laughs) nother debate see he should never have been popular he's such a (laughs) shit fucking slasher i hate him i fucking hate friday the 13th i'm so fucking sorry i'm gonna break down i fucking hate every single one of those movies even the fourth one, people love the fourth one. Because yeah. that's got the uh the, the fucking kid from the Goonies, bro. No. Yes, he was I, in the Goonies. I, I think I have the... F- no, that's when he fucking puts on a mask and he, like, scares Jason away or some dumb shit like that. <laughs> I d- people say the seventh one is good and, like, they introduce... Played with superpowers. Yeah, they just dad off carry. And then her dead dad comes from the water and drags Jason into the water. I'm like, where the... F- where the fuck did he come from? <laughs> Literally, though, they ran out of ideas in the second movie. So they're just like, uh, what if in this one he gained supernatural powers? The editing is so fucking bad. They just like, they're just like, oh, wait, how is he outside? And then he's in the shower in this scene. Oh, he has teleportation powers. Duh. Well, like, they, they did that with Michael, to be fair, but they actually built the scene well with good pacing. Or the, the first one did. I don't know about the rest of them. <laughs> they, even the second Halloween, like the original second Halloween, because there's three second Halloweens also, to be fair. But, like, for, for me, like what I think the second Halloween did was, like, it was impeccably shot. Right? But it wasn't the director who did it. It was the cinematographer. Because the director ended up doing... H two O two. So there you go. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. I think the second Halloween, like the original second Halloween, despite its kind of shittiness, has a it looks great and is actually able to build the tension really well. And I love the hospital setting for him. Like just Michael in general, just like his stalking. I prefer it in the suburbs. I do too, but like I'm not saying it's like a bad yeah. spot to have him. 
But yeah. Anywho. You know, this is where we probably would have ended it. But I came up with something before we started. And like, maybe we should wait for later. But since it's Halloween-y, and also we've just talked about like deeper stuff before, I feel like now is a good time, 30 minutes before midnight, to talk about our fears. <laughs> our fears? Our fears. Huh. What a good what a good thing. Yeah, what what not spooked at all. So I'll start, because there's two different kinds of fears in my eyes. There's like the mental fears, and there's like the physical fears, right? You've, you, I've got a fear of heights. So like that's a physical fear, I feel like. I'm afraid of physically falling to my death and dying. Even if it's yeah. like one story up and all I do is like break an ankle or something, I'd still be like, oh, I'm fuck, no. painful. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Fuck like, that. We, we went to like, I don't remember what state, but we had to go on this big tower, dude. I like fucking shit my pants because the tower was fucking moving and wobbling and I'm like, no, 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 uh-uh. Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay. Or the, the, the tower that has the outdoor glass slide. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> nope. 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 Not doing that. P- Adrenaline junkies are insane. I yeah. cannot imagine what the fuck's going through their head. For my 18th birthday, I was going to go skydiving, but I just couldn't. I just fucking couldn't. <sighs> my dad's like, you still want to do that? I'm like, nope. Nope. Not doing it. Not doing it. I don't have the guts to be able to do it. I'm a, I'm a chicken with heights. I can't do it. But then, like, a mental fear is, like, where it's not, like, spooky stuff, you know? Where, like, you, you know what? You you do, like, a physical. One, like, a physical fear. Like, a tangible fear. Um, I, I know it's weird, but I'm actually scared of bees. But I have a reason, because I was stung really young. And, like, when, when I was... I've been stung, like, once before, but it didn't hurt that bad. It's just the fact, the thought of getting stung. Oh, sure. That that gets to me. Like, when I have to take the garbage out of work and there's, like, 500 bees outside, like, I'm deathly afraid of them. They're not going to hurt me. But, like... Unless it's a wasp. Unless it's a wasp, then, oh, I'll, then I'll be dead. <laughs> Dude, I got stunned. I had never been stunned in my entire life. And then I got home. It was early November. So I thought all those fuckers were dead or, like, hibernating. Yeah. And then I am, like, at my door, unlocking it. And I felt what I thought. Because, like, I had, a, I had a giant tree that had, like, a bunch of acorns falling. And I had a sweatshirt. So I felt something hit my, like, sweatshirt hoodie. So I, like, grabbed at it, and then it fucking stunned my neck, like, twice. Yeah. And I was like, ah, fuck, what the hell is that? (laughs) And then, like, I just put on an ice pack. But, like, it didn't hurt that bad. Yeah, it don't hurt that bad. It's just like, fuck that. (laughs) Fuck that. Yeah, it's just the thought of getting stung. Not the pain, but just, like, the fucking sting. (laughs) Especially wasps, they can keep going, bro. Yeah, apparently. Like, I just <laughs> got bees, so... Yeah, bro, wasps suck ass. Like, you're not supposed to kill bees. So, like, I don't. Like, when a bee comes by, I just, like, try to avoid it. Yeah. Don't touch it. When it comes to fucking wasps, I kill those And if you kill bumblebees, go die in a hole. Yeah, they're... 
Stop. Fat no. chonkers. Well, well, they'll actually fucking sit on your hand. And, and do nothing yeah, like, so. literally, like, you could have a sugary drink, and it'll just, like, sit there. And it'll be like, yo, what's up, bro? I'm just gonna take a little bit of this. Fat, chunky, fluffy boy. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, like, this is mine now. <laughs> this is mine. I'm going to consume from this. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> That's my alcohol. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel bad for people where, like, the bee goes in the can, and then they drink it, and it goes into their mouth. That, um, speaking of that, that happened to me. I actually, I left a can of Mountain Dew right here for, like, two seconds, and then I came back downstairs, and then I came to drink it, and I felt something in my mouth. It's a fucking Asian beetle. Oh my god! In my mouth, and I'm like... <laughs> so I just poured it out. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Fuck. It's like it's like when you get hair in your food. You're just like, nope. I'm done. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. done. Nope. No. I, I'm, I'm sure it still tastes good, but I'm not even going to fucking try it. <laughs> I'm done. Right. It's important for you to put your hair in a fucking hairnet. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. So. Oh, this is fast food. They don't have that kind of. I don't think. They don't? Certain fast foods don't. They just have hats. Do you? Managers don't have to, no. <laughs> Manager moment. <laughs> oh, we could be as uncleanly as we want. <laughs> Speaking of fast food, I have a fear of, since I work in fast food, I genuinely have a fear of someone coming in and shooting me because uh, we put too much mayo on their sandwich. Does it have to be specifically mayo? No, not, not specifically mayo, but, like, screw up their order in any way. Because we live in America. Yeah, that's fair. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a realistic fear to where have. Where you have to worry about where you work and go to school and walk. Well, literally anywhere. There was a hospital shooting two towns away from us. Like, we, it's a rural town. Like, it only has, like, a couple thousand people in it. It's not like the cities where there's like a million, right? It had like 6,000. I guess like 10,000. It did hit double digit in the thousands. Either way, it's not big. And then they shoot up a hospital. Holy shit. Like, I guess that goes for gener- generally, I guess. Yeah. I, I have a fear of getting like needles. Oops. So, like, every time it happens, I never feel it. I'm like, oh, okay, that was the needle. But, like, I see the needle, and I get anxious. And that doesn't help, especially when I saw Saw 2, <laughs> where they shove a woman. Like, because they were trying to figure out, oh, someone has to go into this giant bed of used heroin needles to grab a key. And the guy fucking shoves a woman in. And she lands on her hands and knees and legs and shit. And is just getting stabbed. Like, she's probably gonna get fucking AIDS. <laughs> like, that is so scary to me. Like, needles, especially like that. Use needles. Ugh. No, 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 no. No good. No boy, no. Well, I'm not scared of needles because I've had to get my blood drawn a lot when I was a younger teenager. So... I used to, but I kind of grown like fuck, fuck it. Like that's needles. Like that, yeah. Like when it happens, I never feel it. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. 
like it's it's the build up. I feel like that gets me more anxious. Um, I have a fear of clowns. Who doesn't? Like I never used to. I was I just was able to well, laugh at the clown. I th- you know? think that was a thing that sort of came around with the twenty sixteen clown thing, where like people were dressing up as clowns and shit. That's fair, because I would hate to be driving home in the middle of the night and on the side of the road there was a fucking clown. <laughs> like that would actually be the most fucking terrifying thing in my entire life. I genuinely have this fear. All right, at my dad's. We have, in our living room, an open window, all right? It sees across the street, there's no curtains, because it's at an angle. It's like you can't just, like, turn curtains or whatever. It's, like, weird. So I have this fear that there will be a clown across the street on the sidewalk that will stare through my fucking window. Like, genuinely, I've had this daydream where I'll turn, and I'll just imagine a fucking clown just staring at it doesn't have to be just a clown. Like, it could be just literally anyone. But I just imagine it as a clown. And I'll turn away, and I'll turn back, and it'll be right up against my fucking door. And that would literally make me shit my pants right then and there, dude. Alright, <laughs> Like, that would literally give me the most fucking traumatic like, experience of my life, if that happened. <laughs> Speaking speaking of windows, um, I I used to go to the uh, my uh, grandparents like cabin, or it was an RV and in like a trailer park in like one of those RV camps or whatever. Okay. Every but summer, it was like so in the woods still. It was in the woods still. Okay. Yeah. And like we had like shitty cable there on this really small TV that we'd only watch like every once in a while before everyone goes to sleep. And we'd always watch Finding Bigfoot for some fucking reason. And then I remember one episode, there was the really shitty CGI. <laughs> Sorry, let me settle this real quick. <laughs> yeah, the, the three hours are up. <laughs> Another three. Oh my god. Uh, there was a really c- shitty CGI shot of like a lady telling her story of how she's looking out the window. And then Bigfoot just looks through and is like, ah. And that shit scarred me as a kid. So, like, of course, my bed was, like, looking out towards the window. Oh, fuck. So, like, I had to face the other way or, like, block it off with uh, blankets and curtains. Or you just, like, wrap it around. Like, nope. Not looking. And even even at our house, we had a window that I even fucking went outside to measure if it was the size of a Bigfoot to see if he could peek through the window. I'm not even joking. Like, I was deathly afraid of Bigfoot <laughs> peeking through a fucking window and screaming at me. <laughs> oh, my God. Bro, literally? Okay. So, because of finding Bigfoot. Finding Bigfoot. So, I don't trust the towns we live in. Because it's so small that, like, there's got to be some fucking deranged people in it. Yeah, we, we have a story about that. But it would give away our location. Well, the guy ended up here. He yeah. didn't oh, start yeah. That's here. That's true. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, he. What was I about to say? There's. Oh fuck! I'm blanking so hard. What was I about to get into? Oh yeah. So, my mom. Was, invited to like a friend's, like week lawn. Party. 
and I didn't want to go because I don't like the friends she hangs out with. But I would have been alone at home otherwise, and you were working, and I didn't have my Xbox yet. So I'm just like, well, shit. <laughs> so I went, and we were hooked up with this, like, small, little, built-up, like, camper thing. And now that I'm thinking about, like, oh, yeah, anyone could just look through the window, I was right next to a zipper window. And also, our door could have been easily opened, and we could have been, like, fucking murdered if any of these people were deranged. So, like, I'm now thinking, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> I'm not doing that that's again. True, that's true, that's true, that's true. If you're going to be in a camper, be in one that can fucking lock. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> that, that's all I got to say. Be in one that can lock. I don't know if you have any other fears. I have a couple more because I'm apparently a scared bitch. <laughs> well, I'm going to keep the existential stuff to myself because I'd actually like to sleep tonight. The existential stuff? Yeah. yeah. Well, I was about to get into that. Yeah, I, I'd rather keep that stuff uh, so I can actually sleep tonight. It's I'd rather oh, like, not have an anxiety attack. So, for me, but if this causes something, let me know. But I have a, a fear of being alone. Oh. No, that's that's wimpy. That's loser stuff right there. Like I, I thanks, bro. <laughs> but like, it's 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 a weird thing, built in with like, my depression and suicidal ideation, which thankfully I've been getting way better at. Like I've had I haven't had a fucking panic attack in like a month and a half, and I haven't even needed to take my meds for it. Natural gains. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, uh. Like it's it's the like that's the one thing where I'm so like iffy on it, where like I know especially right now it's good for me to be alone, to just like focus on myself, but it's more like what if I'm thirty, and I don't have anything, what if I'm forty and I I'm, I'm Steve Carell <laughs> like God damn it I don't want to be Steve Carell, like like the, yeah the forty year old version yeah, like like I don't I don't want that. That shit, that shit kind of spooky. Like, that, I, too, that, too, is a big fear of mine, but it sort of went away, believe it or not, because, um, I did go through something, like, a breakup, like, of course, I'll feel fucking lonely after that, but because I actually started to hang out with friends for once, and believe it or not, I fucking watched movies that tackled that kind of stuff. Like, Lars and the Real Girl. I'm like, you know, maybe it's okay to be lonely in a, like, a romantic sense. Because you still have other people that are there, that are going to be there for you. Yeah. Like, that's fair. Like, like, like it's not like I don't have those thoughts. Like, oh, what if I'm not going to have, not going to be in a relationship with someone, like, ever again. But, like... At least I'll have other people. But, like, some people can't say that either, though. Which yeah. is the sad part. So I guess we can be lucky with, about that. But, yeah, I kind of... Just, like, I have that thought. Because, like, every time I've had, a, like, dates with people, it never ends well. So I just 
I get in my head of like, oh, it's probably my fault, bro. It's probably this is probably on me. Yeah. And I did happen to be the one to end all three relationships. Go <laughs> man, the moment. Us. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Um. I will say though. I do think. Like eventually. Eventually. I'll find somebody. And it's got to be in person. Don't do online shit. Some people do it. Some people have found success stories, but that's rare. Don't, that's, don't date artificial intelligence. What? <laughs> what? what? Don't date what? artificial intelligence. Don't what? Date. I'm not speaking from professional experience. What was that? <laughs> what? 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 Excuse me? know a place. Oh, thank you. I can't call them. They know my name. No. <laughs> Anywho. I, uh... Oh, fuck. I... You know how kids have, like, a fear of the dark? Yeah. I have a fear, not of the dark, but, like, what's in the dark. Well, that makes sense. Or, or the, yeah. the fear of the unknown is a yeah. better term for it. Yeah. So, like, 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 for example, one night, I forgot to walk my dog. Because me and my sister, we each do a walk in a day. So, I forgot to do mine because I was busy. It was like 9 o'clock at night. And it was dark as shit. And my stepmom was like, yo, you should walk the dog. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. And she's like, why not? It's like, well, because I could get fucking murdered. It's nighttime. If you're honest, it's like it's, it's way easier to get murdered at night. And she's like, "You can't be serious, right?" And I'm like, "Well, you know, anything can fucking happen, you know." And so she's just like, "You know what? I'll do it." And then yeah, she came back and she was perfectly fine. But for me, I don't, I don't trust that. I don't trust walking at night around a bunch of trees and bushes alone. With no way to defend myself. Like, fuck. You have a dog. Uh, what? You have a dog. I do have a dog. But it's the dog. The killer could pet it and it would be its new best friend. Or <laughs> <laughs> it suddenly turns. <laughs> yeah. That's literally all it would take. <laughs> literally all it would take is for this killer to be like, oh, good boy. <laughs> oh, good boy. Good boy. Like, that's all it would fucking take. It would just be like, and then the doggy is just like it gets like it just like laps around the fucking killer and just sits on its feet because like Willie's a <laughs> dumb shit. That's my dog's name, Willie. Oh my god, he's a shit lord, but he's kind of cute sometimes. He's always stinky. I don't know how it happens. He's always. stinky. <laughs> Anywho, I have like all my nightmares involve. You have nightmares. I have nightmares. I have not had and a nightmare. I haven't. That's had not one. true. I've had one, but we'll get there. I haven't had one in a long time. But a weird thing is, they always involve aliens. That's kind of weird. Like I, I only remember one dream that didn't involve aliens, and that was one where I imagined Sully was trying to steal my blanket. That was considered a nightmare back then. Hell yeah. Sully, you bastard. <laughs> you bastard. Give me my pinky back. Give me my pinky. 
Yeah, like, I remember, like, the last one. I'm probably going to fucking have one now that I'm saying it. <laughs> the last, Don't sleep. <laughs> the last one I had was maybe, like, two years ago, but it was about, like, the, the sky was, like, red and shit, and, like, aliens were invading. Like, we contacted aliens, and Trump was, like, or the president at the time. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. The president at the time was, like, we're going to shoot missiles at those ships, and everyone was, like, are you fucking stupid? And then literally, like, the world starts burning. Hey, that makes sense. And that sounds like something that would happen. It's a metaphor for the uprising of minorities because Trump's a piece of shit. Or there was one where the little midget aliens invaded. They're not, they weren't, they're not scary, but yeah, they were really stupid. But yeah, I just imagine myself holed up in an apartment set with traps, like an, like, like axe that would like set a trip mine and or something. Sure. Yeah. It's just weird that I only have, really only have nightmares about aliens. There, I only had one nightmare for almost all of my life. Like, one time I had ever had one. It was when I was six. It was weird because that was when my gap in memory happened. So no. you know how, like, you don't remember a lot of, like, your childhood? Yeah. That was when... Before I went to bed, I was three. But when I woke up, I was like six. Yeah. So clearly, that must have been like a reoccurring thing. But for me, I only remember it once. When I went to bed and when I woke up. And the nightmare was Willem Dafoe's fish from (laughs) Finding Nemo. No. He started yelling at Nemo, but like I was Nemo, and like I would, I was looking at the at the popcorn ceiling, and like he kept getting closer, and like getting louder. Like I don't even remember <laughs> what he was saying. It's a metaphor. <laughs> and then I just woke up, and it was from nighttime to daytime, and then I was like six. Like I don't know how the fuck it happened, but like it's a metaphor. It's for growing up. No way. <laughs> yeah, but then I had a nightmare. So I had, I was like, I got really sick. Not like cancer really sick, but I, I had like the fucking flu. I was like bedridden for a couple days. And I had dreams of shapes. So like, it was dark and it was gray shapes. So you could barely see it. But if like, you could see them moving. And I kept trying to like, I don't think I was lucid dreaming, but I could tell that this was a dream. But I just didn't know what I was supposed to do with it. So it was sort of just like, what the fuck are these shapes you're forming? What, what is this? And then I woke up really This <laughs> really Well, that and I was probably sick. But yeah. around that same time, I had the, you are falling, and then you hit the ground and you wake up. That happened to me for the first and only time. And, like, I actually had, like, to... I, like, like threw myself up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. What did I do to your fucking child? I was already broken. Anyways. <laughs> Anywho. Um, yeah, that was not a pleasant morning to wake up on. Because I was, like, sweaty and gross. And like, I was just like, oh, my God. I, I thought I was fucking dead. I do have a dream... Martin Luther King. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dream where I 
murdered my mom. Oh, damn. That's, uh... But, I, like, my dad and my sister were there, and we were trying to cover it up because a party was happening. <laughs> and... What? Um, what's what's that? Um, bird. Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. If the uncle dies, then you have to pretend it's old. he's alive. So they're just like, oh, where's your mom? And it's like, oh, gone. <laughs> Doing something. But, like, I thought it was so real because when, like, we got caught, we were racing through the door. We were about to become fucking fugitives. And I was genuinely, like, my life's over. I murdered someone, and I'm going to be on the run for the rest of my life. And then I woke up. That was the biggest... Oh, thank fuck! Like, yeah, I've those, ever had. <laughs> those dreams are actually... Okay, those kinds of dreams are fucking terrifying, where you just think they're real, but then you wake up and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I had one recently where an ex stole all my money. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, like, in my dream, I checked, like... Okay, so in my dream, I woke up and l- checked my phone, and saw that all my money was gone. And then I woke up in real life, and then I got paranoid, so I checked, <laughs> and, like, nothing happened. But that was not fun. <laughs> that was not fun. <laughs> I remember my last one was a couple months ago. I think it was, like, one of my last dreams but that I had, so I haven't had a good night's sleep in a while. But, um... <laughs> It was my significant other at the time was dating another friend or something. Bro, if it was me, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I would, I would, I would, I would say their name, but I'm not. I already told them about it because I fucking thought it was really weird. Because it the specifically the two was like, okay, doesn't make any sense. Wait, who was it? It was Jordan. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Interesting. I don't know why, but yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, that that is a curious. There, there, was, there was, wasn't that much to it, but our, I feel like Jordan would play that off pretty well. I think he, he he'd be a good sport about that. Yeah, I think he was in it too. It's just I felt really low in that dream, and I thought it was real. But then I woke up and I'm like, yeah, that dream didn't make any fucking sense. No wonder why it wasn't real. Yeah, I know why. Yeah, okay. Oh. There was another one. There was another one. While you think I, I'll do one. So this was when I was dating my first girlfriend. So like two years ago. And I... It's like one of those dreams where the logic doesn't make sense, but in the dream it does. So, we were in a house, and it was the house of an old family friend of ours that I hadn't seen in like five years. But in this house, my girlfriend at the time, or my ex, was like in a room, but the curtains were on the other side of the window in like other rooms and I didn't know what she was doing in this one room so I opened it and she was doing something being naughty with someone else and I like ran for it but then the police were like yeah that's snooping you, you, 
you were looking at a naked woman. It's your fucking peeper. And so, peeping Tom. Peeping Tom. So I thought I was about to get arrested. And then I woke up and I was like, oh my god, holy look. I, I hate those dreams because I get so fucking anxious. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, my life's over. I'm so fucked. And then you wake up and everything's fine. And you're like, fuck you, brain. What the fuck was your problem, dude? I hate those dreams. Those suck. Especially when they happen for nightmares specifically. Like, or like ones where you're like about to die. Yeah, and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's like over. in a pit of sweat. And it's like, <laughs> it's a, you're... Your life is almost over, and you're just like, holy shit. Yeah. Did you did you find out, or did you remember what it was? No. no. I'm assuming. Um, I saw, or I'm watching a video called The Fear of Cold. I showed you it. And it's interesting. There's there's a, there's a horror short story called To Build a Fire, and it's like 16 pages, and the story is about a man trekking through a forest to get to like a resort or whatever. But it is it get it's like negative 40 degrees, and it's like 70 in terms of like chill and frost. And he's careful, and he has like a dog companion or whatever, and he's like got he's got a bunch of clothes on, and his foot falls in a lake. He's like, "Well, I've built a fire before; it's all fine, right?" So he builds a fire the way you're supposed to, but he built it under a tree, and so snow falls on it, and it immediately puts it out. So he's like, well, I'll just build another one. But because of the extreme cold, his fucking fingers can't move anymore. So, like, he can't even pick up a match. His hands are fucking useless. So, like, he miraculously gets, like, all 70 going when he, like, puts it up against something. So he has this kindling. He throws him on. And when he's trying to, like, like make it bigger, he accidentally smothers it in snow. Because he's got fucking numb hands. So, he knows he's kind of screwed, right? So he's like, you know what? If I kill my dog and put my hands in his body, I'll have it enough heat to start it again. But he can't run. He can't do anything because his leg is still frozen and he can't move his hands. And then he just dies in the snow. Like, that's horrifying. Like, especially the build-up of, like, he keeps almost getting it and then he just fails. Like, just a domino effect of failure to just freeze to death. Like, that's actually extremely scary. And we live in a place where that's possible, kind of. Yeah. Like, if you're out in it long enough. That's why you just stay in your basement. That's and play true. play video games. Yeah. <laughs> the outside world is bad. <laughs> you know what? You're not wrong. <laughs> Maybe gamers are right. <laughs> not all of them. Some of them are racist. <laughs> and homophobic. 
Yeah, and, and, and trans. trans people, people, yes. Anywho, and do you think that's sick. spooky? I find that kind of spooky. Everything's kind of spooky, to be honest. Well, like, that's fair. Like, like that story in particular kind of gave me chills because it's only sixteen pages, but like the the everything involved is just so terrifying. It's because that's the one thing you can't control. Like giant monsters, you could probably kill, or like a giant bear. G- yeah, or like. Like, there are things that people fear that you are able to be in control of, but you can't control the cold. You can't control the weather, despite how much people try, you know? So, like, that—that that is terrifying, I think. But, yeah. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Hell, yeah. No, 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 no. It's not that. Oh, it's midnight. It's Monday. That's rough. It's Monday. Um, we tried to do it on Sundays, but you worked later as well. Yeah, I did. Anywho, do you have anything else? Any other fears? Any other whatnot? I have a fear of women. Oh, that's rough. No, I'm sorry, bro. (laughs) They scare me. (laughs) They're too dominant. Whoa, wait a minute. Oh, we should plug socials. We haven't done that. Yeah, we haven't done that. Okay. It's like Chili Marty sixty nine, and <laughs> that's the Twitter. The real Chill Mart. The real Chill Mart is the Instagram. We should post. You should post. Why don't you post? <laughs> you want to post on Instagram? We should, should post, post like once a day. Like once 